I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> now with Sean on the hot trap, melt like it's hot wax, put it out, all the stores, bet you could shop that. That's right. Leave a nigga with a hot hat. Fronting the bad boy and got checks, nigga. Stop that. There's no guy slicker than this young fly nigga. Nickel nine, nigga. Floss you die quicker. Uh-huh. This fed time out of town pie flipper turned Chris style into a crooked I sipper. Yo, welcome to yeah. another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Take that, take that. Yes, take it all. Uh, we also have uh, some guests on the show, man. Uh, first time guest on the Blackout Tips podcast. Yes. Mama, we made it. But I've, but I've listened to their show uh, for a while now, man. Me too. Um, I believe you guys are at uh, episode uh, Coke 45, as you guys call it. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, Mr. Rich. So, you know, that's always dope because, you know, you got to stick to it. And it's always cool to have people on that have, uh, you know, managed to be dedicated to the craft for a bit. Um, but uh, you may have already heard of them if you're listening to uh, different black podcasts and the Chitlin Circuit mm. out there. Um, but uh, it's my man Wisdom is Misery and my man Rich. Uh, from the Two Guys One Show podcast, uh, of course you can find them on Twitter at I am Rich Jones, at Wisdom Is Misery, and at TGOS Podcast, and the website is Two Guys One Show um, uh, dot com. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Ain't shit, man. Early as hell out here, man. Yeah, man. Sleepy, brother. Sleepy. <laughs> yeah, I always, I, I always, echo those sentiments, but other than that, good. I always wanted to know what time zone y'all were in, man. Mountain. Mountain, okay. Pacific. Oh, damn. And y'all yeah. picked the 10 a.m. slot to do. That, that is crazy. Dedication to the craft for real, man. Yeah. Thank y'all. You know what's tough, man? Because I moved out here for work, so I can't be leaving work early to go do a podcast, and then someone from work hears me on the radio, like hears me in a podcast, like, "Oh, you said you had a meeting or a doctor's appointment." So it's it's, it's a lot tougher now being on the West Coast, and you know, the weekends come around. That's like the only time we get to relax. But definitely for 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 this show, suck it up, come on the air. I got my tea. I got this. This guy Wiz got me on, on green tea. Yeah, honey, yeah, yeah. that's good for I was, you. I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up, man, but you know, I'm gonna go ahead and sip on that. I was trying to be cool, <laughs> keep it over here to the right, but fuck it, we gonna keep it honest. Well, we try to um, get the show early on uh, Sunday so we can watch football. Yeah, because football starts at yeah. one p.m. over here. Yeah, so I mean, y'all get that West Coast football, so that's like ten, 10 a.m. Yeah, I wish I could wake up at ten a.m. Be like, dog, you ready for football? <laughs> man. That's the other thing. I'm, I, you know, I feel so far behind since leaving the East Coast, man. Like live tweeting ain't the same anymore. Mm, Watching no. Scandal three hours behind everyone else, yep. and then I, I hop on. I'm sharing these tweets, ain't getting any likes, ain't getting any favorites, ain't getting anything. <laughs> just like you know what, I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna just take my ass to bed. Yeah, I, I'm I'm amazed by the people who watch Scandal at like ten on the uh, East Coast time, time. Or, or like you know later, like one a.m. or whatever it is on that time. And they still retweet my live tweets. So, like, how are they getting them in order? Why isn't it just a big ass spoiler? Like, but they'll oh, be man. like, "Yeah, I'm watching the show. Oh, I remember that. That was hilarious." And oh, that's good. And I'm like, "That's not spoiling it for you." But I guess they got a, they got away or something. I don't know. Um, you know what? I think people just go scrolling back through all the tweets. Yeah. Like, I because I, I'll have I'll have someone hit me up about something I said like months ago. Like, haha, that's hilarious. I'm like, I haven't said anything in like eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, and then I'll look up, then I'll look at what they looked at, and I see it's something I said like two months ago. So people, people do be going back all through the tweets, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, somebody quoted me yesterday with this scandalous ass tweet. Like I was trying to delete their tweet. Like I, 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 <laughs> some shit I must have said in like 2011. I was like, Ooh, I hope nobody else caught that. Hopefully, they, luckily it was low with the follows, so Yo, hopefully they don't get out. And, <laughs> the, the worst people, the worst people on Twitter are uh, eggs and, and and dog avatars and shit. And people with uh, no shirts on. Yeah, Those like, are our people. We go. We not. Yeah. You I used to like pets and eggs until I got Twitter and then I realized they was all racist and shit. <laughs> but like it's funny though because those are also the motherfuckers that bring up a tweet from like seven months ago and they got uh-huh. a pro and they got a problem with it. Like <laughs> it's not just like, oh, that was funny that thing you said about Obama. It's like they come up and be like, Well, maybe if you vote a Republican, you old <laughs> dumbass cheap nigga, you like, God damn, I don't even I'm not even talking about that no more, dog. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody yeah. got time. <laughs> oh, right. the, the messed up part is it was scandalous. Like I couldn't even debate it. I ignored it. You know when somebody got low follows, you just ignored it shit you like man i ain't say that man you misquoting you got it out of context <laughs> but yeah i was like oh shit i hope don't nobody retweet this don't nobody with high follows get hold of this shit <laughs> hopefully, oh, yeah, hopefully it'll die away yeah i'm hoping it goes away well that's smart man because i'm the kind of person that if i see that happen to one of my friends on twitter i immediately yeah. retweet it and i take the other person's side so <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like yeah, I know, yeah i know based on this conversation somebody gonna start looking for it but right. like i said i ain't gonna say who it was i'll let all it's out there in the atmosphere i yeah. said it i'm gonna have to own it but i just be, not to. like sometimes uh my man chris from the sandy check will get into something with somebody and not every time, probably like one out of every 50 times, I'll just jump in on the other person's side. Like, you know, that is a good point. Why isn't it misogynistic for him to say, suck my dick? Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> I agree. Like, like. Retweet, retweet, retweet. Um, yeah, yeah, I really just almost spilled my tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, how did you guys like meet and come up with the concept of two guys, one show? Yeah, I'm it's a, uh, I'm gonna turn that over to Rich, the the professional. <laughs> yeah, so we both wrote for a site called Single Black Mail. Some folks may know it, singleblackmail.org. And um yeah, we were both writing there for a while. You know, we were also kind of business partners behind the scenes in terms of some of like the operational stuff for the site. And you know, honestly, I just got to a point where I got I just got tired of writing about relationships. You know, I'd written about them for like four or five years, and I'm like, yo, everything is be said. I'm not trying to tell women how to be women. And I, I just got tired of it. And I was like, yo, I, I want to start like a show. So I want I want to have something that speaks to people who have interests similar to myself. You know, and so relationships are a part of life. You know, I, I, I live with my girl. We we have we have our issues. We have stuff that would make a hell of a blog post but i'm not gonna i'm i'm trying to go to sleep at night so so i'm not (laughs) not gonna put some of that stuff out there and and you know i started thinking about like starting a podcast where we talk about everything because you know that there's so much more in a man's mind than just relationships like there's personal finance like yo i'm trying to get my money right there's careers like yo trying to start my own business trying to move up the corporate ladder and then there's just other random stuff, the pop culture, the politics, the current events, just getting old, man. Yo, mm-hmm. people always telling us being 38 old, that shit feels old sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I thought, who is the most dependable and likable Negro that I know? And Wim came to mind, you know, he was one, he was one of the most <laughs> de- de- dependable people on the SBM staff. And, um, yeah, you know, I reached out to him. You know, we polyed back and forth about the name of the show, uh, about what we would talk about and, you know, we launched, we, we got, we got our mics. The, the, the first episode, 
This guy Wiz had the had the super struggle mic, yeah, but yeah. then first of all, the mic sounded fine back when I was on Yahoo AIM, you know, the Yahoo <laughs> chat. It was it got everything I needed done. You know, I got it out the box. Huh? I'm like, this is dude. You know how how big a difference could it make? I listened to that recording. I'm still embarrassed on a personal level. I apologize to the people who listened to the first three podcasts. You know, that's my fault. I completely own all of that. I got no excuse. But, <laughs> But yeah, man, it's been, you know, I can't believe we're already at like 45 episodes. And so we, we've missed a few weeks throughout the year, but I'm, I was joking with Wiz in the last show, like this is like one of the most consistent things I've done. Like I think November 29th of 2013 was when we did the first show. So we're coming up on like a year at a podcast and, and that time flew by, man. And like, um, I guess what was it like moment that you realized like we're going to do this for like, you know, we're gonna do this for the long haul, keep this thing going, or did y'all always just go, yeah, does you know, obviously we'll be doing this a year from now. No, well let me let me jump in. This is why I let Rich do it the professional, you know, mm-hmm. the standard you know, the Barack Obama speech, because I was sitting in my room, I had given up blogging, I was like, you know, fuck these people, I'm not talking no more, I don't deal with commenters, I don't deal with these egg avatars retweeting me and shit. Like, you know, my ego is a little bit on Eminem. And Rich was like, yo, man, I want to start a podcast. I didn't know what a podcast was. I was like, what? A radio show? I had to Google it, you know, because I'm old. So I had to Google it. I'm like, <laughs> Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Oh, you a, a personal show that usually intertwines around. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, did this little messed up mic thing that the people suffered for. I'm, I'm glad that they still supported me. And then, I don't know if you want to go into this, <laughs> the story behind the names. Wasn't it like, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into all the history of the names because mm-hmm. it's kind of messed up. We went through a few names, basically landed on something so, semi-professional. Well, what, what, we we, 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 we want to know the names. Yeah. What were the names, Come man? On now. It, I mean, anybody who knows two guys, one show should know two girls, other objects. <laughs> That, that's what it originated from. We, mm. we tossed around a few ideas. You know, we want something to resonate with the people that kind of that, that, that visceral part of your mind. You're like, ain't that that like that? And, you know, you Google it, you end up <laughs> on an inappropriate website at work, you know, something like that. <laughs> so, right, staring you at type, you. If you type the name incorrectly, you'll get to our website. You type it wrong. You might get to the recommended videos website. That's all. I'm saying. Well, it also <laughs> seems like uh, single black men, uh, singleblackmail.org would also mm-hmm. have some, uh, might have some awkward connotations to it, especially like what was the dot com like for that? Yo, I don't even. Uh, it was it was owned by someone in China, somewhere mm. in Asia. You know, they they buy up all the good domains, man. They, and they do. just like sit on them. Um, you know, you'll you'll type something in, and you end up on a landing page with some naked woman, and there's like Japanese characters in the background, wow. like you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we were trying to get the .dot com for a while. You know, then the site was was .dot net, and then uh, we ended up on on .dot org because actually the .dot net was getting blocked at people's jobs because the, the, all of those spam, all of those filters thought the site was like porn. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like almost either like a dating site. Right. Or yeah. like, it sounds like almost like a commercial you would see during the middle of adult swim. That's just like, <laughs> you know, just a bunch of greasy ass, like shirtless niggas and shit. Yeah. You get that. You get dick pics all across your screen. Yeah, Not TV tapping you on the show to go, Hey, Hey, um, I think you might not want to click on yeah, that. Yeah. Like it was an offshoot of black people meet or some shit dot com. But, Man. um, yeah. Oh, so we, we get all of that. It's funny because even on our Facebook page, like if someone looks at our Facebook page, we're, we're posting links to like actual articles and we'll get these random posts where it's like looking for a black man. Can you help me? 
And it's just like, it's not a dating site. Like if you like, well, why are you on the fucking fan page? And you do not know that this is a site with actual articles written by men. There is nothing on the site that says we're a dating site. And, and a lot of that, I, I think is Nigerian spam. Not going to lie. You know, I, is I, it I in all caps? <laughs> It comes through in caps like looking for man, help me click this link. Like, no, I'm not clicking that shit. I'm a like, king. Now, do you guys still write for singleblackmail.org or just uh, is that is that phase over with now that you got the podcast? Yeah, I'm still involved behind the scenes. Um, you know, I post like our, our podcast episodes. Um, you know, there, there's a business side to it, too, right now that I'm still a part of. But as far as writing about dating and relationships, you know, I, I pretty much gave that up. Um, unless, unless I, I write about something, uh, for another project, which is going to come have a, have a completely different purpose. But yeah, I'm, I'm done with the dating and relationship writing thing, man. I just, I just can't do it anymore. Mm. Wiz, what about you, man? Man, same. And it's funny because I got an email this week about a article I wrote on SBM probably in like 2013 and I'm debating, like, should I, it's a pretty deep email. Like, should I write back? It's it's like the same theme that we've gotten over the years, but it's like, you know, please help. XXYZ boyfriend asshole. He did this. I don't know why I'm with him. We've been together 10 years, two kids. You know, not to disrespect, but right. I'm like, well, I feel like I owe this person a response now. She reached out to me on this article. I mean, they never pay attention to the year. I'm like, I, I, written, I, don't, I haven't written for SPM in probably two years now. And not that I'm against doing so, but it's just... There's a uh, expectation for articles that would come out. And I talked about this when I left the site. And I, I just kind of over the whole strictly dating and relationships. And when I tried to expand beyond that, people were like, nah, that's not what I'm here for. And I was like, all right, well, mm. we need to go our separate ways. So, and I, I mean, the, the people reading the site, I should say. All right. Oh, so y'all decide to walk away from the Steve Harvey? Because, you know, that's how I make his money. You sure? <laughs> See? You sure? See? Y'all have been that's big, exactly man. Y'all, man, y'all could have came on with them suits and them buttons, man. <laughs> the ladies and, and kept that name. Y'all couldn't have swatted the money away. Yo, someone definitely tried to pitch the idea of me writing a book and making it about relationships. And right. I'm like, man, I am not trying to I am not trying to sell that crack to these women out here, man. Like, <laughs> that, is, that is not the life I, I want to live. They don't need another dealer. Nah, I, 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 I couldn't, man. I, I just I, I just couldn't. And that was the thing. It got to a point for me. And, it, and this is nothing against anyone who writes about relationships, because one one thing I have realized is that, yo, there are people out there legitimately looking for answers and legitimately looking for help. I'm not sure if you all get those questions, you know, especially being married, like people are going through stuff in their lives and they, they don't have other people to turn to. True. So they turn to some anonymous figures on the internet or some avatars or some people they see in a spree cast window. And, you know, and, and, and for someone to take us that seriously, like that's not to be taken for granted, but you know, there's just, there's just so much other stuff that's of, that's, that's of interest. And it's, and for me, it was part of what Wiz said, where it's like, you know, people always say that they want, you know, the, the positive articles, they want the good shit, you know, the, they want to see more news. But then, you know, for some sites, when you start talking about that other stuff, people just evaporate. They're right. gone. You know, right. and I, I think we saw the same thing even with um with, with BET when uh, TJ Holmes had his show. Like everyone was like, yeah, you know, BET needs mm-hmm. to step up their programming. Yeah. And then they have this show come on and enough people don't support. It, and the next thing you know, the show is gone, you know. Right. So it's you know, it was really important for me to because to, that's the thing. I, I, I know if I think this way, if Wim thinks this way. There's got to be other people who really do want this type of content, and we wanted to create a, a platform to have those type of discussions and, and and to have fun, but at the same time talk about like some real relevant life shit. Yeah, I definitely uh, 
you know, have too much integrity to get into the relationship advice game because the people in it can be such hustlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't ever yeah. want to be associated with that kind of that kind of shit where it's just like it's just a hustle to you, you know, because it's like so once I think once you get to the point where you are answering questions without really even needing to hear the question where you know how they do where it's like well my man's doing this like well see you got to use the three t's yeah <laughs> already queued up yeah. did you do my 90 day rules like fuck man i buy you know what uh, right yeah buy my book uh, Go watch my movie i cover this in chapter three uh in chapter three i say uh first of all your black ass ain't shit and you ain't never gonna find a man unless you listen to me um so i never yes, could first of all bitch lose some weight yeah, so we've like kind of actively shunned that type of question from the show because mm-hmm. we, I don't want to get into the advice game. Plus, no. um, in, just in real life, I hate giving advice because people pretty much never do what you tell them to. Nope. Nope. And, and then and they my keep, words are precious. And they always keep asking after they don't do it. So right. It, and I can, I don't have the patience. Mm-hmm. I, like I'll flip on a motherfucker if it's like. Hey man, you know, I'm trying to save some money for my wedding, man. So what kind of things you think I should do? Oh, well, you know, man, cut back on going out to eat, you know, maybe just, you know, reduce your cable package, you know, go, go, go to the straight internet for your thing. You know, blah, blah, blah. have to lose Hulu, you know. Yeah. Three weeks later, it's like, uh, yeah, man, I'm still trying to save some money for this shit, man. Okay. So it's cool. Did you, um, cut that internet package and, uh, go back on cutting out to eat? Nope. Nah, man, but I'm thinking like, I, I, what I if I like, actually. right? Nah, I, that was actually hard. Um, what I, what I decided to do was, uh, I, I took out a loan, uh, 75% interest. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just like, man, I'm, I'm not giving advice to, to the same shit over and over. So like, we don't really, uh, do a lot of advice. Now, when y'all were writing, what is the most either controversial or popular thing individually that y'all ever wrote? I'll start with Wiz, man. Man, and I mean, to, to add on that, like, advice giving is the easiest part of the game. Like, everybody knows what you're supposed to do. That's why it's so easy to write this shit. I'm like, I know what I'm supposed to do. I wouldn't do this shit. This shit difficult. This is going to take some work. Right. But, of course, I can write about what I'm supposed to do. I know I'm supposed to go left. I know I'm not supposed to smoke. I know I'm not supposed to drink. I know I'm supposed to stay faithful. I know I'm not supposed to go to the club. That's easy shit. Right. Then your boys hit you up at 2 in the morning like, yo, man, dirty <laughs> them, dog. They want to give it to you. They right. get a line. They asking for whim. They asking for whim. I'm like, right. that's, that's when, you know, that's when the shit hit the fan. I'm like, Man, you know, fuck this advice game. I just hope ain't nobody with a camera phone. Right. <laughs> they just call. They call you. Uh, they call you at three in the morning. Like TMZ better not be there. Call you at three in the morning. Like three words. Whim, dick sucking contest. Come on now. <laughs> you want to suck it off? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. She gonna put it back on you. Actually, the most controversial. I actually ended up on a a, what was it? Tom Joyner show before this. I wrote for SPM, Mm -hmm. and it was a book actually. And there was a misunderstanding. Fortunately, I got lucky. It was a book about why you should let your man cheat. Oh, so. And uh, I wrote a, a post about the book, and I was like, yeah, you should let your man cheat. Here are some of the benefits. You know, here are mm. some of the risks. But, you know, at the end of the day, yada, 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 boom, boom, boom. I really didn't even think much about it, right. which is always the case. Shit go viral. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put no thought process shit, in it, right? Shit, yeah, shit all over the Internet. Madam Noah running with it. Bossip, like, oh, well, what about SBM? They're talking about letting niggas cheat. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um... One of my, uh, actually one of my homeboys that used to write for SBM2, uh, Mr. Spradley, I think he goes by now. 
he was joking around and he reached out to um you know help me out uh, rich what's what's the lady's name i wish i had it memorized i got it in my i phone. don't remember i'm not even gonna sit here and waste these valuable <laughs> seconds struggling through this so just keep going it was like uh jackie jackie something it's not like that i don't know i got it in my phone anyway she works uh works with uh tom joiner morning show and at that time i don't know if she still does she like helped find stories for them she reaches, he's joking around. He's like, yo, you should interview my boy. He wrote about letting dudes cheat. And she's like, ah, ha, ha, cool, what's that? I'm like, ah, shit. So she hit me up. She's like, hey, next day, you want to be on the show? I was like, uh, all right. So, <laughs> so they got me on Tom Joyner's show trying to explain why she, why you should let men cheat, you know. And, it, it I mean, it, the, the interview went all right. It was, it was funny. It was probably, I was probably on there like five minutes. It's not like I'm like top bill or anything. Like I'm some dude with a blog. But, I mean, that would be at least in the top five controversial real life blowback. I had a girl at the time and like one of the questions was like, have you always been faithful? And I, no. <laughs> there, was like this, there was this elongated pause. I was like, cause it, I knew the question was coming, but when it came out there, I wasn't ready for it. I was like, <laughs> but of course, currently or some, some shit that right. I, I stumbled through or whatever. Uh, yeah, so that was, that's probably my most controversial topic that at least caused personal blowback in my, my day to day life. Wow. And, and I mean, were people just like constantly like accusing you of cheating or people like, you know, no, man, like, first of all, I, I didn't get a lot of pushback from people our age, to be perfectly honest with you. A lot of, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not waking up listening to the Tom Joy show. I know it's popular. I know right. it got a lot of flow and everything, but like, Somebody's aunt heard about it. Some of my family heard about it. Like, <laughs> you know they listen to Steve Harvey Morning Show. No, it's Tom Joyner. I mean, Tom with my wisdom is misery. Sound, sound like you, Kim Folk, was, you know, talking about cheating on women and shit. I'm like, I don't know who that wisdom is misery. Yeah, <laughs> is, you, showing up, you showing up to Thanksgiving. It's like, what's up, player, player, pill? <laughs> like, oh, oh, your girl with you? Your girl with you? My bad. Yeah, it's like 40, 50-year-olds. was like, yo, I... I heard some dudes sound like you on the Tom Joyner show, man. He's advocating for cheating. Is that you? I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. Right. <laughs> what is y'all talking yeah. about? Dudes <laughs> running up to you in the in the in the uh, supermarket when you with your girl and shit. Like, oh, if it ain't my nigga, bitches, what's up, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> Getting all the hoes. Hey, everybody, come over here, and take a picture of me with my man. He get all the hoes. Oh, this your girl. Oh, this your girl. My bad, dog. My bad. But- that's it. It was a a good learning experience. Basically, the learning experience was anything can go viral. It's always and it's always yeah. going to be the topic that you're least interested in. That's true. I was like I was like on the tail end of SBM. Like I'm tired of talking about relationships. This kind of seemed funny. Let me write about it real quick. Probably dedicated 15 minutes of my life to it. Caused me 15 weeks of headaches. It might still come up. You know, it come up every now and then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we get uh same thing. Like I made an offhanded joke about parking in veteran parking spaces oh god like literally it took maybe it might have been a one minute maybe less than a minute like offhanded remark just a joke and that we got so much feedback on that and like niggas was mad like coming to the facebook page emailing us <laughs> yeah. writing in talking about i hope you joking and shit like this like i that like i honestly had wrote that joke probably a month or two ago and just was like I don't want to use it now. I never really had a reason to use it. And then I just offhandedly threw it out there. Like you said, you never know what's going to be the thing that just like. Sets people off. Yeah. Now, what about you? Oh, wait. Hold on. Go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say when you guys talk about getting old, you have to realize our generation, we're the old young generation. We're older. 
Yeah. But we're still young compared to other family members because who under the age of 35 even listened to the Tom Joyner or the Steve Harvey Morning Show? And most of those people are not internet savvy. They don't know what a podcast is. It's almost like you can literally live two separate lives because I know I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm be honest. I thought I was gonna get away with it. I'm like, man, don't nobody listen to Tom Jordan. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do this show, See, you know, just for the views or whatever. That's that's what and, made you mistake. Nah, like, I don't remember who it was. Somebody who followed me reached out to me. She's like, yo, my aunt is so pissed at you right now. She was bitch. I, I, well, I'm sorry, bitching. She was complaining <laughs> about <laughs> some dude she heard on the radio. Like, she didn't know it was me. She's like, yeah, this little motherfucker come on the radio talking about cheating on women and shit. Now, if I ever catch that motherfucker, I'm like, oh. God, man. I know that's serious, man. So she was not having it. I hope I, I don't ever see her in the streets. I walk, run into her in an alley or something like that. I, right. I'm a little frightened for my life. Right. You, you, you may get it because I had a, a family member. Like, my, my family's so out of touch with reality they don't have a computer in their house they don't have wi-fi in their house like they are just my mama got an hd tv with no hd cable like this is how far out of the loop that they are and one of my aunts one day she said one day um i need for one of y'all to show me how to get the internet so i can really see what y'all doing do you know i look engaged straight on past her like i don't know what you talking about Mm. right i actually uh last night i went out with my boys to watch uh some football and shit watch ohio state um, and, cause they all from Ohio and shit. And uh, I met this dude Jay for the first time. And, uh, you know, he's from, he's from like Cleveland and shit or whatever. And, uh, it was fun watching the game with him. Uh, he's, he, he fit right in. He's really inappropriate. Um, uh, like he said bitch at least 75 times watching this game. <laughs> and it's loud. And, uh, like he said the loudest shit in this little ass bar. So it's all like, yeah, bitch, get your ass off, like, over and over, and I was just, after a while, it just became funny to me, I was like, uh, I'm not even, I'm just looking at the people's reaction every time something happens, so, anyway, but when I met him, he was like, yeah, man, I heard about you from Twitter, man, I follow you on, I listen to the podcast, and I was like, damn, yo, the world is real small with the internet now. Yes, it is. It's so crazy, I, man. yeah, I could definitely see writing something, thinking like, oh, yeah, this'll be, you know, pretty cool. Maybe I get, you know, maybe a couple people read this, get some comments. And then, you know, by the end of the fucking week, it's like, yeah, I was on Tom Jordan morning show. Uh, my mama mad. Um, can't, can't go on, can't go home for Christmas, you know, shit like that. But, um, what about you, Rich? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let Rich jump in. The problem is, It's never the content that you want to be found for. Like, right. if I write, you know, I'm really into uh, money management, debt management. I try to talk about that on uh, SBM4 and move on. We, uh, luckily, we're fortunate to talk about it on the podcast. But I say some shit, some, like you said, some theoretical shit, a little joke or whatever, like a little tweet. That's the shit that's going to haunt me for years, not the shit that I'm really vested in, that I try to really be about, that really try to help the people. I say something about drink liquor and smoke weed. That shit's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's all he about. That's all he want to do. <laughs> then, they, of course, of course, you know, the news is going to pull up that, yo, is this a gang sign? Or what? Is he throwing up a gang sign? What is this? <laughs> you know, look at the it don't he take a lot tattoos. to confuse him. You know, so. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Wiz? You ever, um, you know, had some, uh, like, you know, what's the most popular or controversial thing you ever had wrote for the show? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing first I'll say, normally I don't do video and I'm realizing some of the positions and poses I put myself in are just really not appealing. So I'm sitting Mm. here looking at myself in this camera and I'm like, yo, I need to, why am I leaning to the left like that? Why am am I talking with my eyes closed? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The key, the key to the video is that I'd never look at the, the shit. I'd always look at something else yeah yeah that's why that's why that's why i'm moving it to the left right now but uh the most 
And, you know, I don't remember the, the full context. Well, I remember the context of the post, and, and I know the topic because every time I have this conversation with women or it comes up, women get pissed. Mm. But it, it was a post about, um, you know, being a man, dealing with a woman, saying you don't want a relationship, and then she continues to stick around. You've made it clear that you don't want anything, but you just keep going along with the flow, enjoying the good times, the sex, everything else. And then not committing, and then you stop dealing with that chick, and then like six months later, you go and date someone else. Mm. And you know that that type of that post, and I've seen various incar reincarnations of that post um, across the internet. But you know, like that one really gets women going. It really gets women angry. And I think it's something that at least a lot of the types of women that that read SBM. Uh, can relate to and probably part of the reason that, that that they read the site, but it seems like it happens so much where it's like you know a man says you know i'm I'm not looking for a relationship, I'm chilling. The woman says, "Okay, cool, she sticks around, hoping things are going to get better, things don't get better she's put or or things remain the same. she's putting in this effort thinking that eventually she's going to claim the spot that doesn't happen. you know things fizzle out and then and then next thing you know on Instagram, she see pics of him with with some other dude and like he's boo-booed up and then you know a year later he's engaged and she's like left feeling like i wasted a year of my life or i wasted x amount of time of my life with you like why didn't it work out mm. and let me I, let me jump in real quick uh you said with another dude not that there's anything wrong with that but i would i think in the, the demographic that you talk about she probably see you on instagram with another chick i just I oh yeah oh yeah that, yeah, yeah. that, that, that is actually now nowadays <laughs> you don't know so I don't, nothing there's wrong the, with that. Nothing there's, wrong with that, of course. There's, there's that. Well, you know, the thing is, though, um, well, we call that the Hazel E. Youngberg. Yeah, um, syndrome. Syndrome. But, um, yeah, it's, I think a lot of times, though, it's like relationship denial mm. on, on both parts. Like, the Correct. dude is like, this ain't a relationship. It's like, it kind of is. And then the woman is like, this is, we go together. And then it's like, but not really. And I think... <laughs> It ends up kind of confused on both parts because I, I think people talk a good game, but when it comes to like actual actions and shit, like if we go out and do anything together, if we fucking kick it and have conversations, or we kind of blur the lines between friends and fucking. I think a lot of times people aren't really true about how emotionally compromised they get, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then it's on the back end that you end up kind of paying for it because it's like. Yeah, I knew she had some type of feelings, and she probably knew that I wasn't committed as she wanted, and then, blam, it blows up in both people's faces in a way, you know? Yeah, and, and also, I guess from my perspective, from both sides, people hear what they want to hear, and yeah. when, put like this, dudes are very, put like this, a truthful dude is very truthful, and he'll tell you this up, now the problem is that he doesn't, but if he tells you this up front, Right. And you go in going fucking. I'ma change him. I'm not trying to be funny. That's a hundred percent your fault because right. he told your ass, and then you can't get mad time out. But you said no. He told you. I well, was just, just for the fucking and the kicking. I just think. Uh, I just think like words are one thing, but then people don't want to admit how easily like their feelings change. True. Like over time, and it's like there's no good way to admit it because you already went in and made disagreement. So it's like. You don't want to come out and be the first one to be like, well, actually, I do feel something at this point. Like, remember when <laughs> episode one of Love and Hip Hop, uh, Hollywood, uh, which is where I go for all my relationship, uh, Ratchetness. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's pretty representative of a typical black experience in America. And, 
um hazel when hazel e was like uh telling her friends we don't need me and bird don't you need a title right we just you know i just hold him down blah 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 and then when he actually was like yeah i don't want to date you we not together i'm about to start getting out here um without you and then eventually then all of a sudden she started using the same terms but they weren't related she was like i held you down how you gonna just do me like this and it's like oh so hold you down really is your term for we're in a relationship correct you know i think a lot of people yeah. just get in relationship denial and they talk a good game but they they they, they in a relationship you know yeah Man, and no go yeah. ahead go ahead all right uh, you first <laughs> you lighter i mean dude dudes start getting <laughs> like uh-huh. <laughs> dudes start getting like lawyers when you start talking about the title and what they committed to like right. <laughs> and, and it's it's crazy like how hard we hold on to i never said which is true it's right. true like you do all the relationships like i never committed to, i never said you was my girl we never had that conversation i never said we in a relationship the facebook status you go right now it might have been updated they still say i'm single it's right. complicated <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's crazy how like that's what we hold on to and like <laughs> we, I we get I mean, yeah. yo we could get so technical <laughs> When we don't want to be like, when we don't want to be trapped into that shit, it's like, well, you know, technically that was on third. Let me pull out my notes. Let me pull out my notes. Uh, yeah, that was on Sunday at 10 a.m. And I remember the exact phrase was not, we go well, together. I'm gonna call up my boy, my character witness, and he yeah. gonna, he gonna testify. He was there. Remember, you right. ordered the hot wings, and I ordered the popcorn cheese. Our waitress name was Carol. I was paying complete attention. Yeah, I called Carol too. She heard me say that you know I like you a lot, but I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I got some things I want to do. You know, get my money right now. Yeah. I can buy more wings, take you out for more beer. You know, I don't want to always go to the Tuesday wing special. You know, it's, it get rich. It's like if you technically look up the term together on the internet <laughs> together does not always mean to be in a relationship with and it, it can doesn't also always just, mean me and you right i just yeah. meant we arrived at the same place together yeah yeah you know one thing i noticed with a with a lot of and i've been like this and i i, I definitely have some women who despise me like they absolutely hate my guts and i have been the subject of email threads and stuff like that fellas don't <laughs> get there if you don't want to get there uh but you know i can and I know other guys who can do this too, but I can like hang out with a woman, uh, hang out with a woman, chill with a woman, have fun and just like do that and be completely cool with that. And like, it doesn't mean anything more beyond I'm just having a good time. You know, someone could be like, Oh yeah, I'll cook for you. And I'm like, Oh cool dinner. And like, I'm just like, I'm just like, Oh great. Like sure dinner. Yeah. Let's hang out, watch TV. And you know, I can, I can do that. I mean, I don't do that now because I got a girl, but like back in the, in the past, I, I could do that and it would be like, okay, cool. And then, you know, she'd be hoping and, and I, but I'd have said like upfront, like, yeah, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. Yeah. But then, but then all of this stuff would keep happening. And then my girl was explaining to me as I was talking to her about my past, like, no, men, like, like you can't do relationship shit with women if you don't want to be in a relationship. But to me, I'm just having a good time. Right. Good time does not equal relationship. That, you know? That's true. And this happened to women before, too, where a woman be like, cool, I got an extra ticket. Let me call this dude up. You know, let's go to the such such show with me. And that's all she wants. The next thing you know, it's vice versa where he's like, cause dudes are like this too. Hey, we're in a relationship. You, you know, you invited me out. Yeah. Cause I wanted to go with somebody, not because I want to fuck you. Yeah. And on both sides, <laughs> people have the problem. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. definitely. That's what the whole friend zone is. Right. It's kind of like these negotiations between being, it's like the slowest form of rejection. 
where it's like 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 it's like i will fuck you i will hang out with you i will go places with you but ultimately i will not be with you so like at some point the train is gonna get you know like the the roller coaster is gonna start slowing at the top of this hill and then it's all downhill from there you know <laughs> and like once you get to maybe the top is hey i like you to meet my parents and then you have to be like mm, that's stupid and uh then you're going downhill from there man but um yeah, yeah. uh all right so life. yeah go ahead go ahead i'm sorry no i was just saying that's the life man that's yeah. the that's it's, yeah. you, you you try and fight it or you really don't want it and she's fighting to get there or he's fighting to get there and you know you don't commit and someone ends up mad at somebody these these situations rarely end well right when there's this type of misunderstanding so someone yeah. ends up angry right and you, and you know what's bad like you said it earlier like I still get questions about it. I mean, some of this, I just feel like I'll never escape. I'll always be with this misery. I can change my acts, my names, my face, whatever. It ain't, it really, people are always going to be like, that's the relationship dude. That's what I knew him for. He the relationship guy. So I get these questions and I mean, no offense to people. Sometimes I'm like, yo, go read this post I wrote in 2011 because yeah, the, the, the characters and times have changed, but my response is still the same. Like, right. you know, just, just go read this. Like, I, I, that's what, I mean, that's part of the reason I had to get out the, the game, so to speak, is because I didn't have anything I felt like new to add. I'm like, mm. yeah, I wrote about this. And I started becoming an asshole. I'm like, yeah, go read my shit back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go read this from 2011. You know, and like I, you I'm said. Not gonna, I, I'm not going to take the headache to rehash this subject that I didn't already address. And, and, and like, I'm like, damn, I'm just turning to like. Buy my book. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like you Chapter said, three. so Chapter so much three. is common sense that it's really like not a new take to have on certain shit. Correct. You know what I mean? It's like, hey my my woman is cheating on me and then like the only thing i guess you could say is like well either be cool with it or don't really like it's not really a whole lot of alternatives to the shit um now yeah. what about the show the the podcast you guys want to show what made you guys decide to make it like more of a personal journal than a uh you know say comedy sports you know because there's a lot of you know, shows and that was in those type of genres, and you guys chose personal journal. What was the thing that made you guys decide to go that route? iTunes, they chose that <laughs> shit for us. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't know that. I, thought, we, I, was, <laughs> I think I put like I put like lifestyle because yeah, because I, I so I signed up through Libsyn for all mm -hmm. of our back end hosting stuff, and I remember putting I put like lifestyle and culture entertainment, and I put comedy third, and I guess someone must have listened and been like, these niggas ain't funny. <laughs> and then just, just say, you know what? This is a personal journal. This is a personal expose. These two guys are just going to expound, expound, expound. These two guys are going to talk about their lives. <laughs> and that's going to be it. And that's going to be it. So, you know, I, and that's the other thing with just like the categories in general. I, I'm still trying to figure out like exactly where we are because, mm. you know, I don't think of the show um, as a as a comedy. It's like sometimes we joke, sometimes people laugh, but then you know, we also talk about helpful topics. So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it could be more personal development than another episode. It could be more pop culture and, and, and entertainment. And so I'm still trying to figure out exactly where where I think we are. But um, personal journals, I guess it's fitting because because we talk about whatever we want and we don't stay on one particular topic. And a lot of what we talk about is a reflection of what's happening in our actual lives. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think for me, one thing I can say that, when dudes actually listening to podcasts has as a woman has given me an insight on how dudes minds tick more, especially when they're being very truthful and not trying to kick it for pussy and all that stuff. They just like, hey, this is literally how dudes talk and discuss shit. 
And it's interesting to hear you guys talk about how you feel and how these things affect you and things like that, giving a different perspective that me as a woman wouldn't ever consider Mm. We never thought about because guys deal with pressure too, but a lot of times women can be so wrapped up in their own world and their own pressures as women that they never consider the pressure and the things that dudes have to deal with that because dudes aren't as talkative as us and, and as women we don't really get to hear that side of them unless we have a, a, a consistent male in our lives that is willing to talk to us because people are married to people have brothers but they don't really talk to them about shit so just to hear dudes kick in and talk made me open up my mind into why men think this way and how men perceive things differently than women and their points of view. So I know it might sound weird, but I want to tell you, thank you for that. And also before we move on, I know we talk, I want to talk about getting old. Cause I know that's something that y'all joke mm. about a lot. Uh, the well, thing- hold on. I had a question. No I had a- it ain't no joke. Yeah. I, I had a question <laughs> about was. this though, Karen, okay. before you do that, I'm say sorry. that, say that question for this. I will. Um, because you guys do get so personal and it is like a personal journal. You guys do talk about your lives. Has there ever been anything you talked about on the show that like your ladies heard that was like, hold up, what about this? Or do they even listen? Like, how's that go? Man, you know? for, for me, only every week. <laughs> 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 and, I mean, honestly, uh, well, I, 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 I guess I got two sides of the story because I, I it's, it's going to sound bad, but I've been, I've dated two women since the podcast started, but one was ending, I had a gap, and then I'm dating another woman. So it's two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far, I guess I'll start with the podcast. Sound like, like employment, think, fam. <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, one time we described it as kind of ratchetainment. Like, I don't think, to, to Richard's point, I'm not funny enough to, like, have a comedy show. I mean, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't know. I am not that comedy. Like, I say funny me, things me every either. now and then. But if I had the pressure to be funny all the time, people going to be highly disappointed. So there's <laughs> that. And when he wrote me the first time, he's like, yo, man, I want to do an educational podcast. I want to talk about the debt, the hustle, the hot topics that are going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, yeah, people will jump on that hot topics, but niggas don't want to hear no educational shit, man. This shit going to flop, dog. You're going to have to get me out here and embarrass myself, man. I, don't, I mean, ain't nobody going to listen to this shit. And so I was, I mean, I'm definitely proud and, and the way the podcast has gone, people writing in and like, they're really, it's good to know that there is a demog- demographic out there that is interested in hearing about those different pieces. There's not just the, uh, really the sex and relationship that we were mostly talking about or, I mean, hood and drugs. I don't even know what the fuck the other part hood of it and is. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was good to it was good to see that there's a a gap in there of um and I mean it's really not surprising uh, we actually we talked a little bit about this on the last podcast of you know like the dudes I hang around with this is shit we talk about all the time like we have yeah. something that's a little bit beyond the barbershop talk but mm. really wouldn't get very far in the barbershop itself you know what I'm saying maybe mm. just like with a couple of the homeboys that uh I'd really grown up with and we've gone through different routes um we can talk about these kind of things but. There's definitely going to be some people that never want to hear about this shit. You start talking about, you know, your money management and finances and what do you do in the plan for retirement in 30 years. They'll shut down. You can literally see their eyes gloss over during the conversation. So it's, you know, I feel like that's at least part of some of the people we're reaching out to. And then every now and then, like, that's what's difficult. And I I think, uh, you know, frankly, it's hard about being black because we talk about, like, you, you, 
you're multifaceted. Right. You know you're interested in a lot of things, but people want to pigeonhole you. So I'm like, oh, you know, I talk about debt or whatever and money, and they're like, oh, that dude's boring, little square dude, you know, with a little <laughs> college degree, light skin motherfucker. Ah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I want to talk about the ratchet shit too, the Walking right. Dead, you know, the, you know, I, like I be, I, I retweeted a video on YouTube with a girl getting slapped across the train the other day. You know, mm. that shit, I laugh at that shit too. Like mm. I'm not, I'm not just gonna be in, in, in like one thing of interest, but I feel like that's people want to do because it's easy they want you to be this person talk about this shit right. all the time and they know that this is the shit talking person that you go to for these type of topics so right. yeah yeah I, I think we found a good balance there yeah definitely and i would say for myself i don't you know i learned a lot of painful lessons from blogging and talking about relationship stuff so and when i say painful lessons i mean conversations behind the scenes with the significant other where you know i get asked a lot of questions or it would just go really south and i I, I get, it was almost like being whooped, but mm. not physically, where I just learned, you know, I was like, you know what? There's certain stuff I'm, I'm not going to talk about. Um, and, and if I know certain topics might be controversial or I haven't spoken with, with her about the topic first, then um, I'll let her know in terms of when the episode is going to come out. Like, we'll have a conversation about it. I'll say, hey, we talked about this. Hey, mm. we talked about this. And that's eliminated um a, a lot of the a lot of a lot of the potential problems i mean so i guess my, my rule of thumb is there is there shouldn't be anything that significant that she's learning about me from listening to the podcast right like okay yeah. like if she, yeah. if she if she was if she wasn't first if she didn't know that beforehand and like people listening to a show like and she has to listen two hours into the show to learn something about me mm. like there's probably going to be a conversation about that so uh, I, I yeah. so you don't have any moments where you're just like and that's why i stopped eating ass and then she's like what <laughs> That was a service that was on the menu. You just gonna take it off? Right. I didn't even know this? it was an option. I could have upsized. What's happening here? Right. Well, see, I don't know about Richard's experience, but well, a couple of things. First of all, sometimes I record while my girl's in the room, mm. like which is always interesting because they're like smart. in the back, instantly reacting. And I told them, hey, this mic is sensitive. You can't right. laugh. You can't sniffle. You can't turn over on the bed. So get comfortable. <laughs> and like, so they be in the background, and all I see is they face like transferring through all these different emotions. I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to hear about that later mm. oh god damn that ain't good man <laughs> i'm like the words are coming out of my mouth i done already committed it's a live show i can't go back and like oh the missus looks a little upset i'm gonna shut up talking about this right now i mean sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet but that's why i said with richard's experience like they don't tell me what shows they listen to like if i if oh. i sometimes i'm like yo like bae i'm gonna say something that will likely piss you off Here's why. Let's talk about it now. And I'm be, but I think it's for the betterment of the people. And I, I'm mm -hmm. used to this from the blogging as well. Like, yo, I'm gonna right. write about something that might make you angry. I'm gonna talk about a past relationship, and here's the justification for doing it. Uh. But it, they usually don't tell me the shows that have made them angry. Like they listen because you know it's all online. They can listen whenever they want. They don't mm -hmm. have to hear it live, and they go off and listen. And then a few weeks later, they're like, and by the way, in episode 36, what were you talking about? I'm like, I don't even remember episode 36. Right. So I'm like, I don't know. I got to go listen to the episode just like you did. I, like, I just, I'm saying what's on my mind. It'd be like somebody saying, hey, on Monday, you remember that conversation you had with Jim? I didn't really like what you said to Jim. And I'm like, right. no, no, I don't fucking remember Monday. Like, and you don't, and they, you don't know only remember. Like a, a, a strategy. Like, I'm like purposely not remembering. I'm like, yo, mm. it's a, it, it's a podcast, but it's like a conversation. I'm not dictating in my mind right. everything I might have to defend myself on later. Yeah, you don't normally remember, but they never forget. Uh, Karen, you said you wanted to talk about uh, old. Yeah, uh, getting gold. And the thing about getting gold, I do uh, 
somewhat agree with you guys getting old is a beast because i i'm i'm like 36 and i have like arthritis and all this kind of shit so when it get cold everybody like i'm ready for winter i'm like fuck winter fuck old man winter my <laughs> knees ache my shoulder ache fuck you so yeah i, I feel you on the getting old but one thing about uh getting old that i like is better than being dead so that's one reason why mm-hmm. i don't complain about getting old i mean i, I mean I, I mean it 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 isn't always pleasant but that's one reason why i don't complain i was like hey looking at all time this I'm good. Yeah. Well, I think when you black and you a man, you get to complain about getting old a lot earlier than everybody else. Yeah, yeah, you so, do now. You know, yeah. like niggas yeah. be like twenty four talking about man. I'm telling you right now, dog. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. You gotta I be got, wise. I got too many more left in. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm just, oh, yeah. just happy to make it this long. Leave with him, you know what I'm saying? If, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talking like an old man in church. If God bless me to make it to twenty five, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I'm going to try to get my life right this year, man. It's crazy. It is, I mean, apparently with the stuff that's going on, it is a blessing for a lot of us. Right? Hell yeah. All Hell. the stuff that's been, that's been happening, like for every interaction we have with the police that right. we make it through and don't get shot and killed, it's right. like, yo, we survived. We dodged the bullet. Like, that's literally what, is, that's really, literally what it feels like. Yep. Now, man. You, you be in the car praying and shit, like, if I could just get out of this with a ticket, Lord. Right. That's all I want. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I promise t- I'll slow down and right. I'll just pay it. I promise. I'll pay the $500 fine. Court cost is fine. I, I don't even mind. I, I know I ain't got live. it. You're going to make a way. You just, you, I'm just happy you let me live to make it to 23 i, I mean 23 is so old anytime i get put anytime i get pulled over i'm my first thought is did i tell her i love her right <laughs> <laughs> i would reach for my phone to call her but they probably think it's a gun i'm gonna just yeah, I'm, I'm, i might get <laughs> shot over this iphone it, yeah. it, it ain't ain't worth it, it siri <laughs> siri can you call my call my wife tell her i love her <laughs> text her getting pulled over by the police i'll 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 uh make sure you check the insurance <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Just search the Blackout Tips. We'll come up. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We promise to read them on the show regardless of content. So even if you hate the show or you hate my wife, uh, we will read it on the show. Yeah, apparently they do. Yeah, sometimes they do. And uh, we will we will read it on the show anyway because we we're people of our word here. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. And, and bullet ball extreme. Oh shit, Rich. <laughs> um, and uh, you can also understand that we have been sponsored. We're sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, double sponsored, actually. Shadow Dog Productions, uh, who makes fine audio plays and movies and shit. But today's podcast is brought to you by me and Karen's iTunes album. That's right, man. Woo-hoo! It's the sure. best, the best of Rod, Rod and Karen. Karen. It's on iTunes. Um, so if you don't like Karen and you think something's wrong with her, uh-huh. she got an iTunes album and your ass don't. How about that? Um, so make sure you can do that and, uh, you can buy it or you can check it out on Spotify, uh, for the low, low price of free 99 and, uh, listen to us do some, uh, voice acting and some comedy, uh, skits, man. It's, uh, pretty funny. And, uh, there's, I'm sure part two will be coming out soon. Yeah, Nick, you're gonna be on part two. Yeah, we might have to pull a Taylor Swift takeoff part one off of Spotify. <laughs> yeah, cause we uh, make too everybody big. go buy part two, you know, maybe we'll secretly release it on a Thursday at midnight, like Beyonce. <laughs> yes. You know, who <laughs> yeah. knows what, what, what we you're ain't, doing we with We ain't made our minds up yet. Uh, but there's no excuse not to check it out. So the best of Rod and Karen, you can, uh, find that on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Uh, we That's also have. for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a, uh, sexier sponsor. Let me see if I can find some sexy music. Mm. Uh, mm. 
sexy and light-skinned. Mm-hmm. It's back when niggas had to apologize in the middle of the song for ambiguous wrongdoings. That nobody knew about but him and the yeah. girl he wrote the song for. Girl. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? Of course you're not. Everybody would like more. There's never enough. Mm-hmm. I bet you love more, so go to adamandeve.com. And get what will comfort you, guys. Get more. With 10 free gifts. First, you get a little sexy surprise for her. Second, you get a specially selected toy for him. And a third, a little something for both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Now, that's only three gifts so far. You also get six free adult DVDs. If you can do math, that's nine. That is nine free things. So, what's the 10? Free shipping. God damn. Can't beat that. The best kind of shipping, guys. You get your 10 free gifts very easily by going to adamandeve.com and selecting any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy new lingerie, or anything you desire. You know? Get you like a tub of lubricant, man. Just like a big yeah, ass tub. Condoms. You know, you never have to worry about going to uh, get KY Jelly at Harris Tita anymore and watching the shop clerk like judge you and shit. <laughs> and look at you. When they check out, oh, you getting you know, you getting the warming right, kind? Right, you not ring up right. right. You got to go call the uh, manager. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We need help on our aisle six. Um, can't get this to check Price out. Price check. Right. You go to Adam and Eve, you can avoid that. If you want to get 75 condoms at Adam and Eve, you can go buy them shits in bulk, and then you get your 10 free gifts. All you got to do is put in code TBGWT when you go check out. That's TBGWT when you check out at adamandeve.com. Yes, and mm-hmm. also I'm going to let you guys know I went to the site and folded all their toys. People do the work for you. You can actually click on and see the reviews that people have mm-hmm. said about toys. You know, I was looking on Mr. Marcus obviously got a toy and, you know, they yeah. had their comments and shit about that. So, you know, go go check them out because you don't want to buy some shit and, and not like it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go in there and leave some reviews myself. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they let me leave, like, funny reviews and shit? Like, don't get this. Mr. Marcus got AIDS. <laughs> they probably do because it's hilarious. Yeah. The reviews are, are, are do, very funny to me. Do they have Mr. Marcus hats? I feel like that should be... <laughs> yeah. Like baseball. special fitted, yeah, special, right. special fitted baseball hat and that, that shit that you wear during sex. You just wear that shit and during white socks, yeah, with socks. Also doubles as a towel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it should come as a combo. Um, Mr. Marcus combo pack. Uh, speaking of porn news, man, I have some very sad, disturbing news. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. yesterday, all on the timeline, I found out that uh oh oh I know this something uh, something I like to call Pinky Gate. Oh, uh, shit. started uh apparently one of my favorite porn stars pinky on twitter at real the real pinky xxx um she may have gained a little bit of weight <laughs> and uh someone clandestinely uh recorded her set in philadelphia at the onyx gentleman's club um and um it was not the business at all um black twitter was going in pretty pretty harsh um and i i'm not gonna lie i didn't want to believe it i'm i'm i was a denier uh i was i was like i don't don't see them tan lines dog but i don't don't see them tan lines so y'all really need to calm down but like she lost all her shape dog like it's bad like 
Yeah, because she was a heavyset one, but she was still shapely. She was short. That's what it wasn't right. even that she was necessarily heavy. heavy. Mm-hmm. She was short and Correct. she was real thick. Yes. But um, it's it's not good, man. Yeah, like we, I'm gonna put this. Here's the I'll put the link in the chat, but not the picture, so you guys can like um see it. Cause I don't know I don't know if we could post porn on this shit or not. And I don't want to get <laughs> nobody in trouble. Oh shit, it's automatically uh previewing. Hmm. Alright, let me try. Maybe, maybe you don't want to pre- maybe yeah. you don't want to do that? Maybe uh you, you saw the video and the picture because at first yeah. I was also on like the I was like the birther. I'm like, I gotta see the birth certificate. I don't really believe it. That's not pinky. Yeah. Because I saw a still picture first and it was like all these people being photoshopped in and then I saw the video. Yeah. And they weren't showing her face necessarily. <laughs> So, uh, here's a link for you guys if you want to see it. I'll yeah. put it in the chat. It should be appear at the, uh, top of the box with us in it. But, um, yeah, it, hurt it was. Heart, man. It hurt my heart. It hurt me on the, I, I really didn't expect to be that personally affected by this news, but mm. I mean, I, I didn't, the tear didn't fall, but it welled up in the, you know, the corner of your eye. You know, sometimes you get emotional, but you catch it pretty soon. Like mm-hmm. that, I was like, damn, Pinky, like you let me down, you know. Like I want to go. Let the fans down. I feel like if I saw her walking down the street, I would walk up to her and be like, you betrayed me. You know what I mean? Like, people going to start treating her like that ex-girlfriend, you know, that fell off after you broke yeah. up. So you had to be like, nah, man, when I was jacking out the pinky, she wasn't looking like that, man. She, she was on point. I can, I, can, I can send you the video, man. Yeah. Nah, nah, look how she used to look. Right, trust me. <laughs> I got game. And it, the other problem was that. Um, oh, hell no. Right. And it made, see it, right. it made me realize how much of a scumbag I was. Because, like, I've been keeping up with her weight gain as is. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is the next level. Like, she must have took some months off. So, like, people was actually like, oh, my gosh, she put on so much weight. And I'm like, well, you're thinking about the 2007 tapes. Now, that's, yeah. that that's era, not the same. Yeah, that era of Pinky's been long gone. But this is a new level of weight gain for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it wouldn't have been so bad if she was just out and about. But the fact that she's still trying to hold on to the game, she was yeah. like, on the on the, I, I I'm still obviously like I said, it doesn't hurt me more than I realized. She was mm-hmm. still out there on the stage trying to move around. It ain't it the same. Wasn't, it was not, There was nothing sexy about it. And there's that right. girl in the front row, like, <laughs> like what's happening? Here? <laughs> it's like watching Bernard Hopkins like fight last uh-huh. night. Like when I saw Bernard Hopkins on Sports Center this morning, that nigga got knocked down three times, and I said, "Man, see, now I feel old from watching you get old." <laughs> That, that's how I felt yeah. with Pinky. Like, damn, you old man. Yo, you got to get some somebody, other life skills. Somebody said, and I couldn't believe how accurate this description was. She looked like the female Big Baby Davis, and I was oh. like, that, that kind of description that make you put your head back and yeah. look at the sky. I was like, yeah, damn, man. Like, I can't, she even, the, I can't even defend or protest this. You know? She like the Sean May of porn and shit. It's <laughs> sad, man. Sad to watch a, a, you know, a legend go down like this, man. But uh, it hurt, man. It hurt. You know, I've been in denial though. I'm still gonna pretend until I see her face that it's not her, but I, I know it's her. Like, it was funny too, cause like, I said that on Twitter and then like, people hit me up like, no man, just, just, just admit it man. Just, come on, we lost one. I'm like, no, I refuse. Like, <laughs> I refuse. Like, they was disappointed. Yeah. Disappoint- it wasn't even anger, it was disappointment. Like, yeah. come on, yeah. Rod. That, that denial is real, man. That denial. They started, I started seeing flyers where, like, they're like, you know how people start matching? Look, the flyer came out on the 19th and the video <laughs> dropped on the 20th. They start hitting you with that timeline evidence. I'm yeah. like, I don't yeah, care. that black, black Photoshop <laughs> be on it, boy. I don't believe it. I'm sitting up here, I'm, I'm clinging on to it. Like, but where are the tan lines? 
She would never go out without tan lines. Think about hair it. Even, hair ain't even that pink. Hair right. ain't even that pink. That's off red. That's right. off red. Oh, man. I'm in denial like a motherfucker. Sadly, though, she does put out another video. I'm going to jack off to it, man, for old time's sake. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like breakup sex or whatever. Like, oh, you, you know. Pull up the old links and go. You know, that's, that's the beautiful thing about the, the, the porn game. You just pull up the old videos. Like, right. she's still the same. She's still the same. <laughs> Think about what we used to have. <laughs> she ain't really changed. Throw on one last cry from Brian night and shit <laughs> do one last jerk <laughs> all right yeah oh man but yeah i can't, I can't. this is i wish <laughs> i never saw this yeah man this right I, I you know i actually had no idea who she was so i'm sitting here and then and then so this is my first impression mm-hmm. that's and this oh, is man. Man, this is very, this is very i feel like i gotta find an old picture now i can't yeah, have you because uh, yeah. i know you judging you judging me right. and Wiz right now <laughs> Like, dang, this what they into, man? Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong. BW, you know? Right. Really? That's what they like? Whatever, whatever. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean. You like what you like? Yeah, right. It's, it's just a, uh, a real shocking development, man. Like, if she would have started in the game like this, it's, it's different. But right. she, did, she, like, we watched her fall off. So, yeah. you know, we can't. Um, let me. All right. Here. Let me see if I can find a safe picture <laughs> now, now you gotta prove it like nah yeah, man look yeah. now we gotta find I used a, to be bad i'm telling you before a body melted together this is yeah. what you look like i had to go to google and shit and be like hold on that's what now. i was about to do i was like you know what let me just go and google images I not, myself. Now not the one with the dick own. in her mouth i mean now that's a little over the top for the show but uh all right here's a picture um this is this, and, uh, this is her i don't Oh, yeah, all right, that. yeah, yeah. She wasn't like, see how it was popping back then. It was now. It's just not popping at all, man. Like, no, it's not. Oh man, so sad for her, dog. We lost one, bro. I, I mean, I put, I tip a forty to your memory. Oh, Pinky. Um. <laughs> well, I didn't know you was gonna bring it up. You know, Pinky not the only one that made news this week. You heard about your girl Roxy, right? Did you see that video? Uh, uh, what did no. Roxy do? What did Roxy, she fall off to? Maybe somebody in the chat or somebody could find her. the the work appropriate video link. Uh, for Roxy went to I don't even know what strip club this was and squared mm-hmm. it on the crowd. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't oh man, what? Yeah, man. I, I don't oh. even know how it started. What, I, I saw what, the was it part of the show no, no, she was at a strip club on stage. She did some things. I don't even know how squirting works. I don't know all the science and mechanics behind it. And mm. saw it. suddenly a large stream went out over the audience, originating oh. from uh, another parts. I'm, all right, well y'all oh. keep y'all keep talking. I'm gonna find Instagram. dog. Yeah. I, you know what's crazy is like I just Discuss watched, amongst yourselves. I just watched a like newer video with Roxy in it, and like she had fought. She like she fell off a of base status because like I remember when she was like in a real rap video as the love interest. Like I forget who that dude was, but he like made a whole rap video holding her hand and shit and kissing her. I was like, damn man, you know. Like at the time she was so popular, it was kind of like, oh, you still kind of lucky. I guess you know you can just pretend that she not out here fucking all these people. But then <laughs> um like I saw her the other day and she was just fucking like seven regular dudes in a. In like a, a a fucking hotel room, like it wasn't nothing sexy about it, like it was <laughs> like it wasn't professional. It was just like four niggas got three hundred dollars together. Yeah, it's like it's like, hey man, 
if you got a hundred dollars and I got a hundred dollars, we can get Roxy Rental in tonight, dog. And right, because the, <laughs> the 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 problem the problem is is that these people were not expecting it. So I would have been angry too. It's different if we everybody show up at the porno shoot and everybody know this is what's gonna happen and everybody you know prepare for themselves. It's not gonna be shocked or surprised. But right. nobody walked up in the in 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 there going, "Hey, I want to be squatted on today." That was that was not a part of my. Uh, $20 uh, uh, fee when I paid to come in here. Damn, See, man. This, this is what I don't like about Bougie Ass Instagram. They done deleted the link talking about oh. it's inappropriate. You know, Twitter would have had that shit Vine. They don't give a... You put anything mm-hmm. on Twitter and Vine, they put right. that shit all over. They'll retweet it for you. They're like, oh, look at this nasty video on right. Vine. And I'm like... <laughs> from the own, all, from the official site. You show half a boob, they're like, you have violated our properties. Uh, yeah. Please uh, review the, the, the transcript. This has been reported. I'm like... So anyway, I can't find the link. It's oh, yeah. Show. I just searched it too. And I, yeah, it just said it's blocked. So, but uh, yeah, dog, that, um, that's pretty crazy, man. But she, yeah, she fell off because she was on some like, you know, hold hands, well, hold hands and go to the store with her I, level. This gonna, this gonna say a lot about me, but Roxy had a weird, like, porn trajectory if you will she started off unknown she was with the booty talk video she yeah. was like in booty talk 13 now everybody's like who's the nappy headed girl she kind of mm-hmm. cute whatever whatever then she disappeared yep. she got thick as shit and then she like oh shit man roxy Reynolds, top of the star oh man mm-hmm. everybody roxy Reynolds, gotta gotta have it in your video you can't have no black video without roxy window mm-hmm. then she went uh she retired they always retire always. and then like here, here we are again she back to the the bottom basement you yeah know? like she came back to the bottom which is like, like it's kind of like the bottom porn, basement flicks or something. Yeah, the porn star reject trajectory is always sad when it gets to that point where they come back and it's not like professionally. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Like I saw the last video I saw Janet Jack me man, which is like one of the sad, the saddest video I ever seen. Like she just fucked like a regular nigga that had like no cameraman in a hotel room, and then like when they got done, she was so ready to go. <laughs> like it was like she didn't like it like I, at one point I'm a hundred percent sure she had said something to the dude like are you ready are you gonna come yet or like like something like where it's like it can got, you just I can't even real. pretend like I can't even pretend that yeah, it doesn't that, smell like garbage in here yeah that can is over for <laughs> me yeah so it was but it was sad because it was just like damn man you fell off and this is what you've been reduced to I'm I'm trying to think of who. Who actually went out with class? I'm, I'm uh, Heather Hunter comes to mind. Heather Hunter yeah. left porn on top, mm-hmm. started her own porn game, and never came back. I think she does yeah. like photography or something now. She write books and shit. India, uh, uh, yeah. It, oh, that's what I was trying to think of. India, yeah. she had a nice little secondary career. Uh, that was uh, just, Sasha. Sasha Gray doing all right for herself. Yeah, you know, that's getting yeah. a little bit out of the the ebony demographic. But yeah, you know, but she's but the, you know what? I don't trust that she still could come back. I'm not. I'm not. Like she's still young enough to try yeah. to be like, you know what, man, Hollywood ain't popping no more. Let me go suck some dicks. Um, it was, <laughs> it was somebody else too. Um, fuck, I can't I remember was. her name. It was an Asian chick that I was watching, um, a West Coast production and she was like, you know how they do the interview afterwards? Yeah. Uh, like when you let the, the DVD play too long and shit. This is back when they had DVDs. So. It's like you let the shit play too long like by accident. You go clean up or something. You come back and it's like talking. And they was talking to her and she was like, yes, this is my last movie. I'm going to go be a lawyer and uh, I'm going back to law school. Blah, blah blah. And I was like, bitch, please, you'll be back next week. And then uh, she really did leave off that shit. So she might be somebody's lawyer right now. And they don't even know. Yeah, don't even know what she was into. 
Yeah, yo, oh, oh, damn, man, you made me think of one. She used to do a lot with Mr. Marcus. She went into the production side. You made me think of that. So, yeah. it's a, damn, what's her name? I can't think of her name. It's one of, one of the ebony demographics, but she went into production. She actually has a pretty, she like, she has her own name. I see her name around yeah. every now and then. You hear her talking mm-hmm. sometimes. She's in the background like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that's nasty. Put your legs up. I'm right. like, she still got it. She still got yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Diana, like, Diana DeVoe did that. Uh, yeah, that, that's who I'm talking about. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah, Gianna Michaels did it. Yeah, because she's professional. Like, she's been on the other side and the, the lady y'all was talking about with the lawyer she was like yes i'm gonna win this case like i won all those dicks you are right. guaranteed <laughs> right. to come with a great solution when i finish this yep, yep. all right man we, we I got just, i just learned something about my co-host it's a lot about me that i know so much i started to throw isla fox out there but she came back she actually yep, she, she left. came yeah. back looked like she, she she had a family and everything i'm like oh man, man. Cool. then i like she's on twitter then one day she's like fuck that nigga i'm about to go back in the porn i'm like dog the did. worst you know what <laughs> i thought about another bad comeback um when lacy duvall came back but she had all implants oh man it was like I, damn I, man, i've never i've never been i've had heavy debates i've right. never been a lacy duvall fan because of teeth First of all, oh. she don't do shit. Mm-hmm. She's real lazy, in my opinion. She just lay around, right. you know, just try to get by on the looks. You know, I don't like that shit. You know, that's not what. The, well, I would say I pay for, it, but I don't. That's what. That's not what I even bootleg for. I'm offended on a bootleg level mm-hmm. that you're not putting any <laughs> kind of effort into this video. You know, yeah, you cute, what? but you know, you know, what? That's, I need more than that. Yeah, well, I'm. Situation. Yeah, I'm not saying she was one of the best necessarily, but niggas did love her. Like. She wasn't my type of hype, but niggas would fight about some Lacey Duvall. So she was, she was like the hoods Heather Hunter, man. Like yeah. most cats wasn't feeling Heather Hunter. They're like, ah, she too bougie, man. Right. You know she right. Don't, she, don't, she don't get nasty with it. She don't mm-hmm. drop it like it's hot. I'm like, she was like the hoods top porn stuff. And I, Lacey you know what? I, I, I'm one of those people where it's kind of like, um, I'm not a huge T-Mac fan, but I will give, I understand people that's huge. It's like, all right, I get it. You know, I'm not going to try to fight you on it. <laughs> But uh when she came back and she had had all the implants and surgeries and shit, it was like, damn, she messed up everything that y'all niggas used to be about. <laughs> like, all her fans used to, like, that was their big argument was like, but look at her. She's so natural. And you can't even, like, look, she's just beautiful. Like, I want to just hold hands and, like, take her to meet my mama. And then she came back and she just had, like, the same butt surgery that oh, every other chick oh. got. I was you reminded like, me. You reminded me of the Solidifier. There's the, the Solidifier. Jasmine Cashmere. I don't care. Oh, yeah. The hood, the suffer, <laughs> Everybody fucks with Jasmine. Six figures, yep. seven figures, come started from the bottom, made it to the top. You say mm-hmm. Jasmine Cashmere, everybody like, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know what, Wisdom? I call you the same thing Roger calls himself. You are a point of sewer and you don't even know it, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, it's incredible. that's why I'm saying, like, it's, I'm embarrassed, but at the same time, no, don't I'm, I'm kind of proud. I'm kind of yeah, proud. I'm, I'm yeah. Like, you know, like, First you know, of all, like, I don't even dictionary. <laughs> yeah, like to me, it, like saying you don't know like your porn stars or like anything about it is kind of like if you told me I don't, I just listen to the radio. I don't know anything about music. Like, why does that make you more respectful, more respectable than me? That makes you less respectable. You don't even know. It's like saying I don't but, know what's in my food. I just eat it. Like, <laughs> like no, nigga, you should know what you consuming. I know. I. Like I, this is how I I, I sift out the riffraff because I'll be yeah. like, it come this? up, you know, it come up on Twitter every now and then. Yeah. We have to, I've had to defend myself before because you asked for the top five list, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like it says a lot about you. Now it's one thing, all right, it's cool you don't watch porn, cool, just right. say that I don't right. watch porn. But if you do watch porn and you don't even like have like a go to, that tells me you're the 
I'm going to be on there for 30 minutes looking at recommended videos, guy. Like, right. I feel like that's better than you. Me, it's going to take me two minutes. I'm like, boom, right. boom, boom. Like, I know what to search for. I know for, where you know, I'm I got going. my categories. You exactly. Know. And, I, I know. It's like I navigate the streets, and you just you just <laughs> ride. you just along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man, I'm, I'm on there with the GPS map, and you make it fun of me. Like, oh, <laughs> right. yeah, you still UGV. Let me whip out this map, man. Right. I'm old, yeah, man. see, uh, I'm, I'm riding the bus. You know, I'm... <laughs> I kind of got to read the routes to see kind of how to get there. I'm better now because I got tired of getting off at the wrong stop going, what the fuck is this? And I didn't mean to be off here. So All I right. started learning yeah. the streets and the names. I was like, okay, yeah. that director's bad. Right. That director's good. I like this chick. I don't like this chick. Like, you almost have to be like that. OS, yeah, you will. I mean, I'm, I'm at the, the point. Circles. I just take Uber, so I yeah. just go from <laughs> point A to point B. See, I'm at, I'm at the point. The I'm at the point now where I will actually, like, curl my lip up at like different era like diff like if it's the wrong era of a chick's career where i'm like ooh, 2008 uh carmen no no carmen hayes from 2006 to 2007 yes right, right, right. <laughs> like i like i like i'm at that level now where like like right like next year this time i'm gonna be like oh you talking about 2014 pinky no 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 no, no sir <laughs> you need to go back to 2010 um but uh, we got articles. Let's talk about some of these articles. Um, y'all know who this guy uh, Jeremy is? Y'all remember him? Mm-mm. He's an R&B singer. He made the uh, song Birthday Sex. Yeah, oh, and okay. I know that song. Yeah, let me see if I, really I can. I thought you uh, said Jeremy. I was like, nah, I definitely don't know who that is. <laughs> let me see if I can play this for everybody. I like this wretched ass song. famous thing he's known for yes well apparently uh he went out to fuddruckers one of the most overrated uh, overpriced places yes in america mm-hmm. just don't never go there people no we heard all the hype about it and went there with a lot of disappointment yeah um well he caused a scene at the montana fuddruckers uh according to tmz he and his entourage oh he got entourage Wait, are they what? all having birthday sex what's happening here you you make one hit, one hit. You get an entourage. Shit, we ought to make a hit then. The hit is five years old. Yeah, it is. How how can you even afford to keep the entourage for <laughs> five years? That like, what kind of financial Residual. sense does this make? Mm. 
I thought he made another song. It wasn't no hit. But didn't he make that Raindrop song? Because he was in Magic City or something like that. Wasn't that the um, same cat? Let me see what else he made. Don't tell him. Down, no hit. Down on me. Uh, birthday sex. Don't tell him and down on me. Both got more listens on uh, Spotify. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and then it goes back. And then after that, it falls off all the time. I'm a star everywhere we are. I like. Don't tell him. 773 love. Love don't change. And break up to make up. Uh, I, might, I might have my my artists confused, my one hit yeah. wonders confused. I don't, I don't know. If I, <laughs> they always start to blend the same because it's all around with one hit. I mean, if I play this, will I recognize this? Let me see. Oh yeah, he did make raindrops, so I'm thinking the same person. Okay. Yeah, I never heard that song before. No, in my that's life. on some Joe Tip. <laughs> um, so and 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 Raindrops is on his 2009 album, so I'm gonna count that uh. as as still a little like how you still got an honorage. So um, maybe he blew up, and I just didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, some of the kids listen to, and I'm just saying the loop because I don't listen to regular radio. But I gotta figure it can't be too much money because the entourage was at Fuddruckers, so it's not like you know they got they was up in the strip club or some shit. Uh, so wait, how many people does does it become an entourage though? Mm. That's a good question. I'm gonna say at least four because of the the TV show Entourage. Okay. <laughs> that's, okay. That's 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 what I'm. That's going like pretty with. logical, man. Yeah. That's deep. Uh, pol- <laughs> police learned the man started hitting on a juvenile woman who worked there. God damn it, Jeremy! <gasps> Jeremy, really, dog? The first first of all, there really is no lower level of uh hollering at a chick like it's lower than street harassment when you holler at the chick that actually has to like work at your table you know what i mean like when you just when you pull the like the dude that that hits the like hits on the waitress at at, at all the restaurants like i hate drive through when the girl yeah i hate going out with that dude well it's just like you're gonna really try to holler at the waitress every time dog really we won't we gonna go through this okay um because it always makes me feel uncomfortable too because i gotta sit there and watch this nigga fail and then watch her try to be nice because because that's the thing she can't go nowhere because she at work so she gotta try to be nice to your ass while normally turning you down and shit anyway yeah yeah um so she told the manager she felt uncomfortable about the incident and the manager asked the men to sit down and wait for their food the men then started calling the manager a racist oh the worst part is, what if he is? <laughs> you know what I mean? This is one instance where he's right. This is just a bad example. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like he might really be a racist. He's like, how'd they know? Um, <laughs> and the manager began to process a refund for these men. Police say the men then started throwing beer bottles at the manager. He's still bearded. Fudruckers. Yeah. Man, yeah. Clearly, I'm out the game. You got to watch something down. Watch that burger down with something. Right. Um, it's an adult Chuck E. Cheese or something? What's happening here? It really is an adult Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. It, it's only missing video games. Right, and and a mouse on the stage. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been to Fud Records in so long. 
Uh, Billy, yeah, I remember the last time I've been to Flood Records? They don't even have Flood Records out here. Mm, yeah, they never. I mean, it's even if they had one in your town, you wouldn't know. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a popular because it took us years before we found one because everybody talked about it. You know, internet, everybody hyped shit up, and sometimes right. it ain't always what it seems to be. It was whack. Very. And it cost too much. Billings yes. police officer took more than two hours to respond to the disturbance, by which time Jeremy and his crew were long gone. Uh, so, yeah, someone wrote, he calls the FUD Ruckus at FUD Ruckus. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jeremy out here wilding at the damn FUD Ruckus, man. Um, all right. Uh, another person that got arrested that uh, used to be a celebrity. Seems to be a theme. Andy Dick. I hadn't heard that name in a while. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Andy Dick gets arrested in Los Angeles uh, for grand theft. Um, Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Former news radio actor uh, got arrested late Friday night. Um, Man, hold on. Before, when you got to introduce somebody as former show that was on in 2005. <laughs> right. That's, that's never good. That's had, never good. That means you ain't had a hit in a while, bro. Like they, <laughs> they could, inter- damn. All right. He was ahead. on an episode of Family. I mean, an episode of American Dad like two years ago. They ain't got to do it like that. Yeah, he couldn't even it. see his face, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just real. Yeah. He was just... The, some, the celebrity gossip site TMC, uh, which reported the arrest, uh, said uh, he allegedly stole the necklace of a man he encountered on Hollywood Boulevard last week. Uh, they saw him riding his bike Friday night and made the arrest. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Did they try to, they really, they really are shade, put, sitting in a lot of shade his way. Uh, they, what they do, know, walk right. him down? Right. right. They saw him, uh, skating, cause that's the only motor. <laughs> Rollerblading? Yeah, the only transportation he could afford, his shoes. Um, Dick uh, posted bail early Saturday morning. A call to his agent was not immediately returned. Uh, in addition to news radio, he briefly had his own program on MTV and has had roles in several movies, including Dudes, Where's My Car, and Old School. He had several mostly minor run-ins with the police. He was arrested mostly uh, recently in 2011 on suspicions of being drunk and disorderly in California restaurant. So, yeah, grand theft for Andy Dick, man. Wow. That's a sad state how of do you affairs, even, man. How do you steal somebody's necklace? I mean, did he snap? was it a necklace snap? First of all, it sounded like he was on a bike. Mm-hmm. So, look, I mean, I'm walking through this story in my head. If somebody snatched my necklace on a bike, I'm going to run that somebody down. Like, how far are they going to get? And mm-hmm. it's Andy fucking Dick. It ain't like Debo right. came and snatched my necklace. I got to turn my head and be like, hey, well, you know, I ain't even had no necklace, man. It is what it is. <laughs> That's yours. I kind of hope. Yeah. I kind of hope. Andy Dick steal my necklace. I'm a I'm gonna fight Andy Dick. I mean, right. I kind of hope that it was Young Berg whose chain got stolen. Oh, like, yeah. Because he, he got his chain stolen so much over the years. If if it got down to Andy Dick stealing your chain, I feel like you can't come back from that. Um, I would even call the cops. I'd be too embarrassed to report the story. No, I would. That's what I was about to say. I definitely wouldn't okay. have said anything about that. I would. There would have been no tweets, no Insta, no nothing. Right. I would just bought a new chain. Right. Um, Peter calls for uh, Discovery Channel to not air a show called uh, Eating Alive, which is about a snake um, uh, that uh, where a a naturalist I don't know what that really means a naturalist attempts to get swallowed by a giant snake. Uh, Del Sienna Winders, the PETA Foundation's Deputy General Counsel, said that a Discovery. Uh, Discovery's promo for the show is to be believed an anaconda snake was tormented and suffered for the snake for the sake of ratings. Shame of this pseudo wildlife expert for tormenting this animal and shame on the Discovery Channel for giving him the incentive to do so. 
Um, Discovery spokeswoman Laurie Goldberg refused to comment on Peter's request that the network not air the show, but said that the featured snake is alive and well. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Goldberg also <laughs> wouldn't give any details about eating alive. Um, it's part, it airs December 7th as part of Discovery's Mega Week. Uh, um, the promotion claims that the filmmaker Pauly Rousey, uh, Rosalie enters the belly of an anaconda. Anaconda, anaconda, in a custom-built uh, <laughs> snake-proof suit. The video show uh, shows him walking near a snake in a spaceman-type outfit, supposedly designed to make him as appetizing as possible. You have to go ahead first, the man explains. The video doesn't show anyone actually being swallowed by the snake. Anacondas go days without eating and expend energy. Uh, the energy needed to do so selectively, Winder says, making this snake use of energy to swallow his, this fool. <laughs> this fool. She must be black. I'm going to look her picture. Uh, <laughs> by swallowing this fool and possibly regurgitating him would have left the poor animal exhausted, says uh, Delciana Winders. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what? I mean, we, is, is, that the, mm-hmm. is that where we're at? Is that the state of affairs? <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers purposely. Getting eaten by anacondas. Isn't this why we watch Discovery Channel now? I mean, for me, it is. Right. Like, I've been waiting on one of these motherfuckers to get eaten alive live on camera for a while. I just hate that they took precautions where he won't die. Yeah, um, my thing is, like, it'd be cool. Well, not cool. But if we going to get eaten, just let him be out there. Like, you know, like the Steve Irwin incident, you know. Yeah. Like, let it happen naturally. You be out there. You step, you step on the mm-hmm. snake. He turn around and eat your ass. And then they're like, hell, we already here. We might as well record it. Yeah, like, I'm still, I'm, I'm actually still mad that we didn't get to see film of the Steve Irwin shit. Like, this nigga going to get killed off camera. What kind of bullshit is that? Right. I watched like, all these not, shows. Not by an alligator. Not by an alligator, which was the, the craziest part of that story when it broke. Right. I watched all these goddamn shows hoping you would die. And then the one time you had the nerve to die is when the cameras ain't on. That's bullshit. Uh, here's the preview. Here's the so preview. I, oh, go, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. I was going to say, but how about the fact, though, that someone actually designed this snake bio juice proof suit? Mm-hmm. Like, like someone actually sat in a lab and designed this shit for someone to put on to go into a snake's stomach. Yeah, how like many, someone got paid money for that. Yeah, they shouldn't be making an argument that the snake is getting tortured. What about a poor mice that had an experiment <laughs> with that suit? Um, <laughs> here's the preview for it. Uh, let me get some volume on this shit, though. Where's my, where's my volume at? Uh, why isn't this turned? All right, well. Is the volume on the, the thing correct? Uh, it says it is. Yeah, oh, it's just not playing. Uh, give me a second. Let me, uh, fuck with this real quick. Um. Be a challenge. There we go. All right. Let me stop. This is not a- All right. We're heading into a unique ecosystem that no one's ever explored before. I don't really know what lays between here and the floating forest, but for the next few days, what's going to be a challenge. This is not a trail to use very often. It's the largest species of snake on Earth. Anaconda! Right here! Gotcha, gotcha! Oh my god, that's massive! We're gonna get in the inside of a snake. We're gonna make me as appealing as possible so the snake just says, well, I got this big thing here. I might as well get a free meal. You have to go head first. 
Eaten Alive premieres Sunday, December 7th. Part of Mega Week on Discovery. All right. Uh, this nigga like a stormtrooper. What's happening here? I, by the way, watching that preview, I could just see Dan, Bomani, and Poppy being like, see or no but um <laughs> all right put it in the chat room for everybody yeah i, I did i okay. did um but yeah man um I, you know I, what's I'm sad interested. man mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to even admit this i find myself writing down december 7th so i can put a reminder in my phone later because <laughs> yeah. you know what the, the shit gonna be on tv i'm gonna be like everybody else and got you gotta watch it you gotta i'm in I'm, I'm gonna be upset with myself with the timeline but i'm december 7th i'm tuning in to discovery channel i'm in yeah, me too uh, speaking of, I don't kill- know yet. I still don't know. There's because uh, uh, because all right. So once he gets into the snake, what does he do? He just fucking talks from inside the snake and then just gets pushed back out. I'm hoping so. <laughs> that's the thing, man. That's that's what I was thinking about. It sounds like I mean, if you ever been around a boa or seen this shit on TV, it's 15 seconds of action followed by, and then 24 hours later, he finally dies yeah. at the alligator. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, are they gonna record? Like, what people gonna take last? Action might be like the porn set we talk, where people are sitting around in the background, like. I'm, and I'm actually kind of surprised because he still looks too big in the suit. So right. I, like, I'll be surprised if it really can't eat him because he's just, like, he's so big. Like, I I thought they would take, like, a really small person Mm-mm. and try to do it. but uh, Big grown-ass man in a stormtrooper suit. Right. Um, so the dude who says he claims he uh, shot Osama bin Laden um, came out and uh, did an interview with CNN uh he uh apparently says the al-qaeda leader died like a pussy and knew that we were there to kill him uh in a previously unreleased audio interview aired last night on cnn o'neill told freelance journalist alex quaid that uh he had used details of bin laden's death to bring closure to families of 9-11 victims saying one thing i tell them is all right osama bin laden died like a pussy that's all i'm telling you just so you know, he died afraid, and he knew that we were there to kill him. You can quote me on this bullshit, said O'Neill. Bin Laden's alleged killer also told Quaid that SEAL Team 6 was sent after the al-Qaeda leader because they wanted him dead, and that it doesn't matter anymore if I am the shooter. I don't give a fuck, said O'Neill. We got him, we brought him out, and we lived. So, there you guys know. Died like a pussy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Miracle cowering I'm, I'm guessing that means he was cowering in the corner just just eyes glazed over like anime characters yeah. and that was it <laughs> he died like a bitch i'm assuming he was begging or something i don't know like please don't you know uh, you know and I, I apologize for the laughter i mean just it caught me off guard this this terrorist that kind of well terrorized the world for the greater part of 25 years died like a pussy I'm right like, <laughs> i was like i didn't expect that to come out but like he you was crying, like he was crying and shit. With AK-47, I'm probably gonna die like a pussy too. I mean, right. I understand them bullets don't feel good. I'm a coward. I'm a cry. I'm a, make sure, make sure you get on Twitter and tell my followers I love them. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. Go make the next podcast. Like I'm gonna say some bitch like shit. Like yeah, you know, I'm gonna be in pain. I'm dying. He you probably know? was crying. Like, died like, like a thug, I guess. Snaps was coming out his nose and shit. I suck y'all dick, Seal Team Six. Please, I got these two cheeseburgers. I got these two cheeseburgers, man. Please, what about my kids? Oh, I can't stop crying. And then they just shot his ass. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, there's not too many people that's gonna die like a man. I guess everybody just expect them to just look up and be like, "No, you gonna have to kill me, motherfucker." Death to America, oh, yeah. bitch. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of, uh, oh, you came with his bullets, you know, right? Like, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they expected. That's all you got. Bullets, uh, motherfucker. Like, oh, shit. All right. Well. All y'all can do is kill me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of, uh, hey, wait, 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 hold on yeah. before we move on. Let's get into some conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Is he really dead? They, you know, that we never saw the body. Mm. They said he going they had that uh, weird, oh, yeah, we put him in the ocean. We buried him in line with his religion. Like, what happened? I mean, is he really dead? I think he's he in a bunker somewhere. I think he gotta be dead because, uh, I don't think the president would take the risk of this nigga ever being able to show up anywhere again. Cause it mm. would, it would literally destroy everything. <laughs> like if, if this nigga just like, it feels like not not to get too movie cliche, but like if Osama bin Laden somehow walked into the middle of the United Nations meeting, like yeah. they, like, like they do, like I'm still alive, bitch. Thought I was dead, was bullets, motherfucker. <laughs> the president didn't do shit. Beg these, like I I, I think they had to kill I had him. A stunt double. Yeah, they wouldn't be talking shit like this if they didn't really kill him, man. Right, just thought I had. Just thought I had. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, that's what I would go with. Um, but, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, another thing that happened. Um, speaking of, uh, dead has beens, David Broom, who you may know as David from the real world, uh, mm. apparently. Oh, that's the boom, da, dum, da, dum, da, da. Is that David? Mm hmm. Yeah. The one that had the little, da, 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 do, Is that David? Mm hmm. Um, played that- the piano. Oh y'all, oh, y'all just gonna leave me? All right, you know no, what? No, that's, no, 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 no. Yeah. We said yeah. yeah, we said yeah. I don't know if it's breaking up on your side, but uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was like, oh shit, maybe I'm dead wrong. Right. Mm. Them other thugs you been with, that dude. <laughs> Come yeah, on, be my baby tonight. Uh, yeah, he even did it for a Chappelle show. Let me see if I can find the audio clip of this shit. Uh, cause that was my shit, man. That. Come on, be my baby tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, they hit that do 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 yeah, he's a weird dude. He was always going somewhere. Like that he was in the he was at that strange era of the real world where you actually could have a life. Mm-hmm. And he would just disappear. He'd be like he'd be like, I'm about to just go play ball with my boys. And he'd be like, damn, you nigga gone. Yeah, you can't do that no more. Yeah. Go stay down my my girl crib this week. You're like, damn. He wasn't even around for the fight. Uh here's the Dave Chappelle version. Moments. Make some noise for my man, David Broom from the New Orleans cast. What's up, maestro? Take me there, son. Take me there. Oh, that's so ball. You mind if I sing a little bit over there? All right, yeah, you set him up like right, so I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Watch how I do it. Squee-da-boo-dee-ba-boo-dee. Come on, be my baby tonight. 
other thugs you've been with. Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. All right, so that's David from the real world back in the day singing his only hit well did y'all know that he's a um singing chef now on youtube what really? it's known as chef showtime oh shit yeah like sketchy sketchy uh yeah he, he sings recipes um here here's one of his hits Showtime TV cooking with oh, but the, the but the most hilarious part I can follow that shit. I was like, I can follow that shit. I can do this. Yeah, you can definitely make that. Right. Um, At kept, least he found his niche, man. Right. While yeah. you twerking in the kitchen, kept himself in tremendous shape uh, over the years. Yeah, he did. He cut too. Yeah, he did the shirtless uh, shower scene in the chef hat with the shades. Right. He was barely popping and twerking all across yeah. your TV screen. Good for him, man. You ever wonder when people when people go into these niches or have these ideas, just like how that originated? Like, where was he when he sat and thought that I'm going to be a singing ass chef on YouTube? Um, I'm assuming uh, rent was due, right? <laughs> and shit was coming up short, dog. I mean, right? Somebody bought up a good idea. Fuck it, I might actually have him on the show. Yeah, we Man, can definitely have. I don't understand, especially when MTV cats like when these MTV cats fall off and do all this crazy shit. Why don't they just go on those real world challenges? Like some of those real world challenges, people and like whatever the other one is for uh, re- re- uh yeah, real world. Road uh, rules. They yeah. they've been going on there like fifteen years. This is their career. Road rules, real world challenges is their career. Right. Like why don't they just? Go back with everybody else. Maybe he been on too many times. They're like, that's enough, David. Okay, this is the 37th time. And No, the dude with the accent from somewhere in Europe is on every freaking season. He's yeah. probably like 40 years old now. I don't remember his name. I remember the the like the real world he was on, but he goes on there every year. Yeah. I don't, I don't get 
Yeah. Like that's his career. That's his life. Like they, and well, you know, think, David, like, you know, to his credit, David did try to have a life outside of the show, even when he was on it. So maybe he too yeah. independent, you know? Um, yeah, maybe that was his mistake. You he right. does have another video. This is called Noodle, <laughs> Noodle Pimp. Oh shit. It's about making Raymond Pride or Oodles and Noodles noodles. Oh it's ramen noodle time. Oh shit, it is. Cause I'm broke on my last dime. Hey. Slice the onions fine. Cut the hot dogs like you're about to throw some dice. <laughs> from the pantry. Oh no. Cut the hot dogs like you're about to throw some dice. Cut yes. The, cut the hot dogs like you're about to throw some dice. Yes. I now want his cookbook. Yes. I, I need descriptions <laughs> like this in my life. I wish the food wasn't so hood, cause I'm never gonna make this shit, but if you put some instructions in and like cut the cucumbers like you about to throw some dice, I'll be like, okay, I know exactly what size <laughs> that is. Okay. Like you about to throw some dice. Get a pepper from the pantry. Cause you know I gotta bring that heat. Put it all up in a pan. Let it sizzle to this fresh beat. Hey! <laughs> we heat the water when it gets real hot, baby. Drop that brick. When your noodles turn to He called. It is a brick, though. Brick. He called that shit the brick, though. It is the brick. <laughs> off, check the pan, cause you wanna make sure your hot dogs don't stick. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you drain the water, then you mix that season all in them noodles. Uh. Then you put it all together. That's how what you gangsta do it. Ramen noodles. financial advice too neither one of these meals costs over five dollars right Not at all. yo so were those hot dogs like cut up hot dogs in the ramen noodles yeah he cut up hot dogs and then he cut up a a, a pepper uh a bell pepper and uh then he put them in the um skillet and then while he did <laughs> yeah. that he uh boiled his noodles and uh then he mixed it all together with either chicken or shrimp flavor, whichever yes. you prefer. Step your game up, toast some bread, dog. Yeah, ramen noodle gangster pimp. I like that. Chef Showtime. I gotta go check yeah. his page out. I, I feel like that went from funny to depressing real quick. Like about, <laughs> about halfway through, I was laughing. And then I really started watching. I'm like, this is a cry for help. I don't feel right laughing at this no more. <laughs> like, I mean, is there, the is there a donation button? Yeah. Yeah. I, ain't got donation I ain't got no money. Like Look, man, I, I would say, hurt, I would tell you like this, man, when you broke, bruh, um, yeah, use that. these, these come in, these come in handy. Yeah. And I like that he's not talking about, um, very like expensive meals. Right. Um, uh, and this, and it also tells you there's no excuse to not <laughs> like cook for yourself. Right. I'm a like, college student. This is how we roll. Yeah. Like how many times you got to do like, oh man, I don't want to have a girl come over. I can't really cook. These are simple recipes. And, uh, you can impress somebody with, you know, some hot dogs 
green bell peppers and uh ramen noodles just with, if they're not impressed with the food they're impressed with your ingenuity right um what just is don't it? tweet a picture of it that's all because it'll right. be a wrap yeah don't yeah, do that yeah now. yeah yeah uh, angela keep, davis will get that keep, shit keep that's that thing you know you and her. kanye <laughs> breast joking you and shit you will you'll never be able to come back on twitter but yeah if you uh yeah i like his ideas he got one with uh foot long four plays foot long oh, four play sandwich Music. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga got a single candle lit and he's holding it. Yes. Uh at the six second mark. I gotta put this in the chat. Hold on. Oh. Oh, you might have to replay it, though. It sounds like an Adam and Eve spot. Right, it does. It does. Marinara and spice and I'm feeling alright. I like my meatballs on a wheat roll. I got a slice of provolone and it's so out of sight. Oh baby, we gon' rock tonight. Cause my meatballs, they own, they own, they own, they own. My meatballs, they own, they own, they own, they own. My meatballs, they own, they own. I like that chorus. I like my meatballs on a wheat roll. My meatball, oh. it's incredible. You want to taste, it's understandable. Meatball. But I'm going to make you wait a little while longer while I kick this verse. I got six meatballs lined up. Why did he turn the water on in the shower for this one? Yes, he did. He's going extra in. Lord help me. Ah. Sitting on the loaf of love, girl, you can't tell me. Nah. Sometimes, you know, I hate that it was catchy. I hate that I started moving my head. (laughs) Right. You couldn't help it. And you know what? You was right. It is is a a Adam and Eve background commercial because it was just so sexy. It's just smooth. I've never heard meatballs sound so sexy and smooth. Jared ain't got nothing on this. He sure don't. He can't be that sexy. I'm going to tell you like that, brother. Um, And uh, you know what? Good for him, dog. Whatever it takes to keep out of corporate america for as long as you can if that's not what your jam is i clearly do it honey. and uh your dream is to i'm proud of you helping people make them cheap meals use your singing to uh sell meatballs and, and oodles and noodles man i hope you get sponsors at you me too uh we'll definitely try to reach out and see if we can get them on an interview or something for okay. karen's uh little smacking good yes. show because I got to know how he came up with this shit, because I feel like... Yeah, he ain't out there rocking hoodies. Yeah, I feel like either drugs or bills was involved. And I need... Maybe both. <laughs> maybe both, but that that's some uh, pretty creative shit. Um, it is. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, 18,000 nurses plan to strike over Ebola preparedness. Ooh. In the state of California, 18,000 nurses are planning to strike for two days beginning Tuesday over concerns of how prepared they are to deal with Ebola. Um, the strike would affect 21 hospitals and 65 clinics, all owned by Kaiser Permanente. 
Oh shit! So don't get sick Tuesday and and Wednesday, guys, in California. Shit affects me. This is real. Yeah, take your vitamin C. <laughs> uh spokesperson for the nurses unions said that thursday that kaiser continued to stonewall on dozens of proposals to improve patient care standards as well as refusing to address concern of kaiser's registered nurses about ebola safety protocols and protective equipment refusing to even answer questions by our registered nurses fuck you then yeah i don't blame them they like hey we understand that everybody's learned about this. These are some, you know, some things that we can do, not only to protect the patients, but to protect ourselves. Like, fuck it, just go out there and hope you don't catch nothing. It was like, nah, fuck you, dog. Despite the strike, the San Francisco Chronicle reports Kaiser facilities are planning to remain open, including emergency and urgent care departments. In addition, <clears throat> the director of Kaiser's Northern California Hospitals told the San Francisco Business Times, our infectious disease experts have fully reviewed the new CDC recommendations, and Kaiser Permanente is augmenting our personal protective equipment to meet or exceed those national standards. So, mm, that's a little scary. Ebola scared the fuck out of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's something yeah. people don't understand. For a lot of people, that just came out the blue, even though other countries have been fighting and dealing with the shit for years. But when it becomes an American issue, it becomes a world issue. And so we're just, yeah, they're going to be open because they're going to get people who are going to take a lot less money with a lot less experience. Now, please don't get sick that day because you don't get the person that don't, don't, might not know what the fuck they do and sticking you with a needle. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's just a little scary because <clears throat> in a way it reminds me of how people overreacted to uh, HIV. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of. When they, like, wouldn't treat gay people or they right. assumed gay people were going to get it and uh you know straight like nurses and shit would be like uh-uh i'm not even treating this shit it feels a little bit like that i'm not saying it's the same but no. just like the level of um i don't and know it, like hysteria right feels I mean, like it, we're it overreacting <clears throat> I mean, it, it it makes sense when you think it's it's something new it's like it's like day walking in real life mm-hmm. you know where where we got this disease and one per there's a patient zero well, how, how how many people have been infected and came back to the U.S. now? Is it, what is it? Is it been like four or five people? Yeah, it's only like four yeah, or five. Four. Yeah, so it, it's it's something new. Um, you know, it, it's it's a reason for the news to have something to to talk about. Right. You know, and the way that it's transmitted, it, it is different than than HIV. I mean, than HIV. Like you can just be around. From what I understand, you can just be around someone and not have a mask on your face, and they just breathe, and the next thing you know, you got that bola. Mm, like, yeah, it's scary. I guess. But you would feel like the professionals would be less scared. Like, they're doing shit like <clears throat> there's a soccer tournament that they won't host in Africa now because of Ebola. But it's like, you know, that would be like saying I'm not going to host a tournament in America because California and Seattle had cases of Ebola. Like, it's it's like Africa's not one country. It's right. You know, any parts. A lot of people don't know that, sadly. Yeah, and then you know, like there was a a a school a teacher who quit her job because she came back from a trip to Africa, and they were like, "Yeah, you can't come to school to quarantine because you got you might have Ebola." And she's like, "I wasn't even in that part of the country. Right, nowhere near (laughs) it. What are we talking about? Like oh, the other like other continent. Like this is a complete just waste of time. It's not one block." Yeah, and they're just like, nah, man, Africa and Ebola is the same. I wonder how they treat people who come from, who are coming from South Africa as opposed to like one of the parts of Africa that's associated with more black people. I wonder if there's like a difference. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder. We'll see. 
I think everybody in America just like it's Africa. It's all the same. I get the emails. It's, it's all caps lock. Um, <laughs> there's a group that is upset with Rob Lowe uh, and Direct TV. They want them to stop airing a television ad where Rob Lowe uh, and I like these ads. I think they're brilliant. I do too. They're funny. Rob Lowe comes out as regular Rob Lowe, then he comes out in a costume of another like shy Rob Lowe, creepy Rob Lowe, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. And one of them is painfully awkward, Rob Lowe. Um, and I think, oh yeah, yeah, I like these commercials. I only, <laughs> who, my only problem, well, oh, we're about to go into it. My only problem yeah. is I wish he could actually go further. Mm-hmm. Like I would like to see like blackface Rob Lowe, uh, <laughs> like, homophobic Rob Lowe, like just go all the way, but they can't cause you know, people get mad and they got mad about this. The, uh, the the people got they got mad about this are the uh, a group that is um about shy bladders uh part of the campaign to encourage people to switch from cable the act has two lows in it a handsome one in a slick suit who claims to be a direct tv customer and a goofy looking rob Lowe wearing a fanny pack with his hair parted in the middle and he's called painfully awkward rob Lowe. and of course he, he he has cable the ad touts direct tv service saying cable makes subscribers wait uh fact i can't go with other people in the room said low standing at a urinal when he was in his like awkward costume uh, right, yeah coming together for me <laughs> so they got upset um because of, because of this let me see if i can actually play this this the spot but um yeah they actually got upset because they're like hey this is a real condition y'all not taking it serious enough in y'all's advertisement so we want y'all to like take this off the air um let me there's another time where this thing is uh oh wait i don't even think it's oh Hi. there we go i'm rob Lowe, and i have direct tv and i'm painfully awkward rob Lowe, and i have cable direct tv is number one in customer satisfaction over all cable tv providers your cable you wait forever for them to show up i hope it's not a girl or a guy fact direct tv has been ranked higher than cable for over 10 years Act. I can't go with other people in the room. Don't be like this one. Get rid of cable and upgrade to DirecTV. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. <laughs> it doesn't look at him like, where the hell you come from? Yeah, so that's it. And, um, yeah, they got upset. <clears throat> they said the ad is in poor taste and ridicules a serious problem. Said Steve Sofer, CEO of the International Pararesis. Pararesis. Uh, association which estimates that some seven percent of americans have some form of shy bladder syndrome and my question is this is not the first time i've seen tv shows and other things kind of joke at this issue when like a man will be in the bathroom another man will be in the bathroom and you know their joke it was just on blackish you yeah, know what they use the urinal directly next to you right, right. so well, that's not, not ne- said it yeah. directly but right. it was kind of to that hey you're close to me why are you here but just because you said it makes a difference he says uh the spokesperson for this group says what if he didn't have a leg or an arm are you gonna make fun of them oh shut the fuck up right (laughs) 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 seriously please i like that that was too much for rich (laughs) right He was like, I draw the fucking line at that. Yeah, that's you, you bring it up something that they're never even talking about. Not to mention, there's been ads where they made fun of someone like losing an arm or something <laughs> as a joke. Right. Where, you know, um, 
this says members of this group have written and called direct tv asking for the ad to be removed but there's you know, great direct tv probably saw that shit and said seven percent of people fuck them right right ninety. <laughs> like, so night so you telling me we have an ad that 93 percent of people can relate to i'll take it <laughs> um, any market have been like all right well see yeah. go to cable you know shit <laughs> Thanks for, uh the ads will continue to run for the vast majority of viewers who have told us they enjoy the spots and understand that like all of our commercials they take place in the fantasy world and are not based in reality right yeah i mean they got ads where it's like you know somebody's about to like like a pivotal scene of a movie where it's like yeah jack niggles nicholson uh like like cut through a door with the axe and then be like here's johnny also did you know cable tv will cut you off and nothing like <laughs> Rex. like why why are we even for giving this so much run but um yeah it can it reminds me of that time we made that joke about the dude who uh had uh couldn't stop orgasming yes and then he yes. had that the one part of the video where the dude was like I uh orgasm at and my, my dad's, dad's funeral, funeral nine times. Yes, while I was at the casket. Yeah, and um you know, we laughed about it and then I had someone on Twitter be like, This is a real condition and there is nothing <laughs> funny about I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'll be the guy who has a thousand people that like it and one person that just can't take the fucking joke. I I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's let's play our games, guys. All right. Um, play my, where's my theme song music out here we play a couple games around here the first one is a little game we like to call uh, fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people, where we rate different articles from all around the globe from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people when we read them. <laughs> Today's contestants are everybody, um, and uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have Rich and uh, and Wiz pick out some numbers. Uh, Rich, give me a number from one to uh, about seventeen here. I think maybe. 12. All right, we're going to go to 12. Let's see. 6, 9, 12. Here is one uh, about a substitute teacher who's accused of using a racial slur in class. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, very classy, if you ask me. Um, when we let this video load. We actually got a news video for this one, so this should be easy. It's happening in Carroll Stream, Illinois. Um,. And why is the video taking so long to load? Let's go, buddy. Uh, substitute teacher. By the way, being a substitute and doing this, like the ball's on you. Bravo. I think it may be ready. <laughs> you don't even have job security. You just going around like niggers. Listen. <laughs> okay. Fuck yeah, <yeah>. it. <laughs> Haven't even got the Ebola health coverage yet. You like fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Let me actually close my browser and bring it back up because this shit is freezing on me. Give me one second. No problem. Uh, hate when this happens, but, uh, oh, wait, now it's ready to play. We are starting with the allegations that a substitute teacher used offensive language in class. Eyewitness News reporter Ben Bradley tonight live in Carol's stream. He has the latest on this developing story tonight. Ben. Hate speech or a history lesson gone awry. Tonight, the school district is siding with the students, some of whom left the classroom in tears. 
An eighth grade social studies unit on the Cold War here at J Stream School took a wrong turn when students say their substitute teacher referred to them with Civil War era terms. She called us the N-word and she said, well, back then you guys, my four friends who are black, said you guys would be considered um, the N-word. And we told her that's not right to use and today or back then it wasn't right either. And she said, well, what do you want me to call you then, slaves? I was very oh, Lord. <laughs> that she would say that to people our age because I thought she knew that I was disrespectful. Zaria Daniels and Mia Thompson went to the principal. The school district investigated. A spokesperson telling Eyewitness News the sub, who is white and in her 50s or 60s, fancies herself as a Civil War buff. It appears she attempted to teach a lesson outside of our curriculum that touched on culture and diversity. She wasn't equipped or authorized to do so, a school spokesperson said. Carroll Stream District 93 won't allow the substitute teacher back into its classrooms, but at least one parent says that punishment for an educator doesn't go far enough. I would like to see her certificate for teaching revoked. That mom yeah. now appealing to local police, the state board of education, and surrounding school districts, hoping that substitute teacher won't be allowed back in any classroom. Well, here's hope. Here's hoping, right? Um, so uh, I'll start with you first, Rich. Uh, zero to twenty, zero to hundred, and intervals of twenty-five. How fucked with do you feel by this article? One twenty-five, man. Okay. That, <laughs> you know, the only thing, the the only thing that I was that I was thinking, it would have been even more fucked with if she was like twenty five. But but I was like, this got to be some old country, like fifty or sixty or seventy year old woman. It doesn't make 60s. it right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make it right. But I'm like, eh. I, I would have felt slightly better. But you know, yeah, this is definitely definitely maxed out on this one. All right. Well, what about you, Wiz? I'm actually probably closer to 50. You know, at this point when a 50-year-old uses an N-word, I'm like, eh. You know, <laughs> uh, maybe my, my barometer's a little fucked up these days, but I'm like, when they when they kind of say what they probably say all the time. And I I was confused by the, considers herself a Civil War bluff. Like, what the, the fuck does that even mean? I think, and she's in Illinois, so I think we all know a little bit about the Civil War. I don't even know what the hell a Civil War buff would be. Uh, but no, nah, I'm, I'm not surprised anymore. Unfortunately, I actually wish I was more shocked and appalled, but it's just like, you know, 50 year old woman uses the N word. Hey, hey, what can you do? Yeah, we have had, uh, uh, it was funny. I almost stopped the video cause we had a similar case a week ago where a woman said, uh, she was going to call kids nigger because the black kids said that they weren't African Americans. Mm -hmm. They were, uh, some someone for Jamaica, like they were Jamaican Americans, somewhere other, and she was like, "Well, what you want me to call you, niggers?" It's like I, I ain't got time for all that shit. Yeah, it's like when did we get to this we new level? Yeah, when did we get to this new level where people jump right to calling you a nigger because you refuse to be identified as African American? Like, uh, you know, it's like the it's like people heard that Raven Simone thing and just went overboard. White people just got like too upset. Like, no. You gonna cut? You gonna be called a nigger, or or what? We decide. That's it, uh, Karen. Right. I, I think yeah. it blows their mind that we could be anything other than African American. Right? Like yeah. That, when you tell them like I'm Jamaican, that that probably blows their mind. Like, aren't they black too? Aren't yeah. they right. African Americans right. as well? They live in Jamaica. <laughs> right. Uh, Karen, what about you? 
this is 75 because she gave them an option to be a nigger or a slave. Right. I love the slave part. The slave was good. Uh, and I'm going to go with 75 also, Karen, for the exact same reason. And that was funny. She said, nigger. Oh, well, then would you want to be a slave? Like, well, damn, them the only choices. I mean, <laughs> right. can I look through this book one more time? Nothing else. I mean, it is history. When are we going to start uh, covering the civil rights era? Are you going to be here for that? uh well whiz man pick a number one through uh uh i think about the same 17 or so all right uh let me go with seven all right number seven this is about a senator from the south um who got in trouble uh it's written about in the new york post uh washington let's see scare tactics and name calling were in the halloween air friday in the final drive for the midterm elections just five days before the election day, Democratic Louisiana Senator Mary Landrieu was under fire for saying President Obama isn't doing well in her state because the South has not always been the friendliest place for African-Americans. Mm, that's too much truth. Yeah. She must have lost. Uh, <laughs> I bet. Look her name. But she lost that seat. She must have lost. You can't be saying shit like this. Uh, Even though that's the truth now. Yeah, she says, uh, let's see, in comments that could drive turnout among some of her loyal supporters, Landrew added, I'll be very clear, very honest with you. It has not always been a good place for women. It's more of a conservative place. Uh, Republicans pounced on the comment made in response to a question about oil leases during an interview on NBC, uh, state party chairman, uh, Roger Villiers called the, called the remark insulting. So they bought it up about shit not even related to what she was talking about, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, so, uh, they said, uh, Landrew is locked in a tight race with top opponent Republican Bill Cassidy. Obama lost a state, which Bill Clinton carried twice, but it has been trending Republican. In Georgia, Democratic Senate candidate Michelle Nunn defended a flyer urging black voters to prevent another Ferguson. Hmm. That was actually kind of smart. Um, like that might actually get niggas to vote. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, wait, is another one gonna happen? Shit, what time? Well, when are we supposed to vote? Yeah, yeah, if I'm not registered, can I early vote? I'm a, I'm a early, yeah, I'm a early vote for this one. Mm -hmm. But none has herself been the target of fear politics as one of several Democrats getting hit and slammed on the Ebola pri crisis. None even initially refused a travel ban to stop Ebola intones the narrator in an ad paid for by an outside group. The ending spending action fund. And the, 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 the funny part about everybody wanting to ban all incoming and outgoing shit about Ebola, the second somebody from somewhere else decides, so you stop somebody that's white or popular, be like, nah, you can't come in here because you went to Africa, they'll throw a fucking fit. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> and Mary Landrew is in a um, runoff election, December 6th. So maybe uh, being one of the Democrats that actually didn't run from Obama might have helped her. You know what I mean? Like all those other ones that was like, Obama? Never heard of him. Like all them <laughs> niggas lost. Who is he? So maybe maybe her being like, uh, look, man, um, I know I'm in a tough state. And, uh, you know, I fucks with Obama. Maybe they got people to come <laughs> out. Um, it says uh, a Pennsylvania Democratic congressional candidate, Kevin Strauss, angrily accused the GOP opponent. Representative Mike Fitzpatrick of urging his voters to commit voter fraud by abs abusing the absentee balloting system. Uh, Fitzpatrick has encouraged his backers to get absolute. Oh, right, well, this article lost its steam halfway through. Um, 
all right so uh rich zero to 100 eight of those are 25 mm, zero all right whiz i'm actually gonna say 75 and it's because i'm offended when white people are offended on my behalf mm-hmm. like trying to convince me that some other black person is being racist like <laughs> like mm-hmm. it is insensitive to black people historically and Probably presently, it mm-hmm. is a conservative state, and it has been unfriendly to women. So for them to jump in, like, "Oh my gosh, I'm offended, and you should be offended too," I'm like, that make that makes me like question that you're calling me stupid because all those things are true. Right. So to, to then deny them is like, well, you're too dumb to know what you should or should not be offended by. So mm. I'm gonna go with seventy-five. And uh, Karen, zero to hundred. Oh, I give it a zero because uh, she was speaking the truth. And, yes, there are dummies out there that actually think that. Like, she wasn't speaking to me and you. Right. She was speaking yeah. to another group of people. And yeah. sometimes when white people speak on our behalf is the only time other white people hear. We've been yelling about shit for years. They go, mm, niggas talking. Nah, I don't hear you. But the second somebody outside of our race says this is a problem, oh, it really is a problem. You've talked to me. So, yeah, I'm zero. Zero. All right. I'll give it 25 for the same reasons. Where it said, like, I do feel a little fucked with that, you know, people tried to actually act offended to this bullshit. Where right. it's like, <laughs> it's a common truth that everyone recognizes. Correct. Like, <laughs> pretty much. You know, the South hasn't always been friendly. It's like, she could have went so much further. She could have just been like, you know, we did used to own y'all. So and let you. That <laughs> yeah, was, and, you. and I'm on the side of not owning y'all. Mm-hmm. So can I'm y'all please, you being free? please vote for me? Because I could use the, the votes. Um. And Karen, pick a number from 1 to 17. I'm going to go with 9. All right, 9. The ACLU releases data showing racial disparities and low-level arrest in Minneapolis. Uh, that's right, guys. St. Paul, Minnesota, the American Civil Liberties Union has released data that shows dramatic racial disparities in the Minneapolis Police Department's arrest rates for a number of low-level nonviolent offenses from 2004 to 2012. The data release covers white and African-American arrest rates for four low-level nonviolent offenses, marijuana possession, disorderly conduct, vagrancy, and juvenile curfew violations slash loitering. In conjunction with the data release, the ACLU Minnesota sent a letter to Mayor Hodges and Police Chief Hartow, Hartow, um, calling their attention to this alarming data and urging them to investigate the causes of the racial disparities and the solutions that could transform the Minneapolis Police Department into an institution that treats all parts of the city's community fairly and reflects the city's progressive values. The ACLU released the data and sent the letter to provide additional context for the mayor and the police chief's ongoing discussion with the community about policing in Minneapolis. The department is not meeting its constitutional duty to protect and serve everyone equally and fairly, said Emma Anderson, staff attorney for the ACLU. An arrest, with even without a conviction, makes it harder for anyone to get a job and rent an apartment and can significantly limit educational opportunities. The police department's own data as data, data, whatever, I keep fucking it up. As report <laughs> reported in Federal Bureau of Investigate I mean FBI, uniform crime reporting reveals that during 2004 and, uh, and 2012, an African-American individual was, on average, here we go, guys. Uh, are y'all, y'all ready for this? Yeah. 11.5 times more likely to be arrested than a white individual for marijuana possession. Of course. 
8.86 times more likely to be arrested than a white individual for disorderly conduct. 7.54 times more likely to be arrested than a white individual for vagrancy. And 16.39 times more likely to be arrested than a white juvenile for curfew or loitering. Uh, the police department has the ability to change its policing practices for enforcing these nonviolent lower level arrests, said Charles Samuelson, executive director for the ACLU Minnesota. These arrests are largely subjective and therefore prone to the abuse exercise of officer discretion. The mayor and police chief need to reassess his current arrest practices and take into account these alarming disparities when working on plan, on a plan for the department's future. So there you go. Karen, mm-hmm. zero to a hundred. Hmm. I say zero because this is something that I already knew. Okay, Karen's going with zero. What about you, Rich? Oh, wait, Rich, go. Oh, he's coming. Can y'all still hear me? Yeah, Yeah, we we can can still hear you. you. Uh, Oh, my shit is all fucked up over here. But but from from, from what I heard, I'm going to say 75. All right, cool. Refresh in the spreecast and then maybe it'll come back up for your camera. It should. And Wiz, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with 25. Uh, Like Karen said, I'm not surprised. Kind of is what it is. Like we talked about earlier, I just think every day that uh, I'm not arrested or shot. And when I am pulled over, I hope those are not the outcomes. Okay. Maybe I get a, an opportunity to send a tweet or a text about it as my final, you know, <laughs> final hours. Yeah, I'm going to go with 100 because, I mean, there's nothing that fucks with you more than being arrested. Even if, like they said, even if you don't get convicted of shit. Right. Just it's the arrest alone is enough to fuck up a lot of people's lives. And it's you know? annoying yeah. and it's on your record and that the money stays. that it costs, um, you know, the inconvenience of it, just the reinforcement of the police state, the fact that, you know, we feel like we don't have the same rights as other people. All that shit is predicated upon the fact that, you know, we know that the propensity for someone to be lenient or even understanding about our circumstances is so fucking low. Correct. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a hundred, man. That's that is exactly fucking with black people. Like that's what it's about. Um, all right, let's play our other game here, guys. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Rich and Wiz from the Two Guys One Show podcast, to guess the race. And the chat room lays along, and they are racist. They are very racist. Um, <laughs> All right, let's go with the uh first article here. Let's talk about um let's talk about this person. All right, they and Wilsonville um where is Oregon? Wilsonville, Oregon. Uh there was a bad it was a bad first date any way you want to look at it. At first, Jeffrey Mack, twenty three of North Plains, thought it might be nice to meet a young Wisconsin woman face to face after a promising online conversation on meetme.com an internet relay chat site. So when the woman suggested that they meet at the Wilsonville Arby's restaurant, he was all for it. That's a classic dame. <laughs> she, she didn't want to go upscale with the flood ruckus. They got all the meats. After a perfect, <laughs> after a picture perfect rendezvous in the Arby's parking lot at 10 PM, 
monday the woman hopped into mac's vehicle and asked him to buy her a milkshake at the driver window mac handed the work uh the window clerk a five dollar bill and received two ones in exchange he tucked the money into his wallet which he put into the center console but the woman grabbed the wallet opened the door ran across the town center parking lot um said sergeant dan cross of the wilsonville police department Mac called 911 and provided police with the woman's cell phone number, which deputies called again, arranging a rendezvous at Arby's around 1:45 a.m. Tuesday. Police spotted the woman's maroon minivan with Wisconsin plates and arrested her, seizing the wallet. The two one-dollar bills were still in the wallet. That was all the money he had. <laughs> well, damn. Well, slander to him now. During questioning, I mean, which is smart. If I'm meeting somebody in a Arby's parking lot. I probably wouldn't bring any cash with me. Mm-mm, not smart. During the questioning, Krause said the woman admitted taking the wallet and during the subsequent search of her minivan, police found hypodermic needles, two jars of hash oil, marijuana pipes, a scale, a pill bottle of a m- material suspected to be methamphetamine, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> well, goddamn, she had the whole shebang, man. Her vehicle, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Heather Doreen H-E-G-R-E, Hegery. Uh, 20 years old, was booked in the Clackamas County Jail and was released pending on a grand jury investigation. It will not go down as a good first date, Krause said, but at least he got his wallet and his $2 back. I want my $2. Guess the race of Heather Doreen Hagry. Who's first? (laughs) Go ahead. Where's you go first? I'm going to go with uh, Caucasian on this one. All right. And uh, Rich? And, you know, I don't know any black person that likes Arby's, so to even meet in an Arby's parking lot, I'm going to say white. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race to be. Wanted to meet at Arby's, not Burger King or Taco Bell, white. <laughs> Craigslist, see, see? Craigslist MFW meth white. Sparger says white. Uh, that's all the guesses so far in the chat room. Let's see, They delayed her arrest because she didn't fit the description, white. Um, the correct oh. answer is, uh, white says Joe Space. The correct answer is white. white. Everybody get it right. So everybody's one for one yeah, we, so far. We're one for one so far. Got that Arby's crime spree out of the way. Um, I mean, and for $2, like, that's a crackhead. Okay? Yeah. yeah. When all you see is $2, like, and you made them buy a milkshake first, probably didn't even get the milkshake. I'm also no, confused. Didn't. How did the cops rearrange a pickup? Like, you just stole somebody's wallet. Somebody says, hey, come meet me at Arby's again. And you're like, cool. Right. That same like, spot. <laughs> on my way. You got $2? <laughs> uh, here's another one. Nebraska woman, 36, is jailed for Walmart parking spot rage incident. And since that fellow shoppers took a spot she was waiting for in a Walmart parking lot, a Nebraska motorist subsequently sped toward the duo in her PT cruiser, striking one of the victims, cops allege. Now, that is a fantasy we've all had, but you don't do it. I know you don't. You know, like it's like we've all had that like, motherfucker, I should run you over. Um <laughs> But you don't do but that. I got sent, so I'm not. According to a Lincoln Police Department report, Julie and Christopher Weekly pulled into the parking spot Saturday evening, unaware that Kimberly Pancratius, Pancratius was waiting for it. In response, the 36-year-old Pancratius pulled up alongside the duo's vehicle and called them douchebags. Julie Weekly, 40 years old, told the police that she and her husband ignored Pancratius' comments and continued walking towards the store. 
Christopher Weekly 39 said that he inadvertently took the spot for which Pancratius was wait, waiting. As they approached Walmart, both Weeklies heard tires squealing and saw Pancratius oh. seen at the right, speeding towards them as the car turned in front of them. Julie was struck in the arm by the driver's side mirror. The impact caused the mirror to break and hang off the vehicle, though she was in pain, Weekly declined medical treatment. Christopher Weekly told police that the PT Cruiser was sped away from the lot was only inches from hitting him. Now, here's here's all right, here's the thing, guys, and I call it sexist, call it chivalry, call it whatever you want. I'm actually kind of shocked that the woman was the closest to the side where the car was. <laughs> like that that's new. <laughs> like yo, my wife always made me. That's how they diabolical. They make you sleep on the side of the bed, closest to the where the intruders yeah. coming in. Yes, sir. And then they make you walk on the side of the road. Uh, closest to you getting hit by a car. Yes, sir. That's that's they move. I do. I sure do. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised that uh, they had that kind of respect in their relationship. Where he said, "No, you, you stand outside <laughs> by the woman that Oop. I just crossed." <laughs> um, armed with the car's license plate, which Julie recorded, police questioned Pancratius, who confessed to the parking lot rage incident, saying she felt really bad and added, "I did do it. I'm so so scared." <laughs> the Jesse Spano defense, huh? Uh, Pancratius said that she was angry at the couple for taking her parking spot and was attempting to drive fast towards them to scare them, claiming that she did not intend to hit anyone. Mm-hmm. She became scared after realizing that she hit Julie with the driver's side mirror. Police <laughs> noted that Pancratius was very cooperative and apologetic while being questioned. You know what's funny is like, I mean, it would have been worse probably if she did stop the car and get out and go, okay, guys, can we exchange insurance information? I'm, that was I, I, I reacted that poorly. That was terrible. <laughs> Woo, that, that's not, that's not my character. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Um, she just gets out the car. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Am I right, guys? I feel like we're all a little bit wrong here. And we should probably not have to get the cops involved. Uh, you look okay. She's like, the woman like arm hanging out of the socket. You look fine to me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I know I almost hit you, but right. uh, that, that's cool. I didn't hit you, though. Now, now, in all fairness, I only hit one of you. Uh, not both of you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Prancratius was charged with two felonies, assault and use a deadly <laughs> weapon to commit a felony. Mm-hmm. She was booked in Lancaster County Jail. She remains locked up in lieu of $2,500 bond. Yeah. And she never got to shop at Walmart. Guess the race of, uh, what's her first name? Um... Uh, what is her first yeah, name? Yeah, you rolling with somebody? Kimberly Pancratius. A two-ton, a two-ton weapon? Yeah, she should be charged. Where's yeah. you guess first? I'm not going to lie. The, the PT Cruiser threw me off. As we know, that's a staple in the hood. But uh, I'm going <laughs> to go with Caucasian again. Caucasian. Rich? Yeah, yeah I'm also going to say that she's from the Caucasus Mountain regions. Let's check the chat room. Whiter than Phage or Ch- Chobani yogurt, her motherland of Greece is known for. Oh, White privilege plus having watched that Kathy Bates scene, I think fried green tomatoes. Uh, I like fried green tomatoes. Oh, uh, okay. Delicate white flower. This is the <laughs> whitest story ever on the Blackout Tips. Ain't no niggas in Nebraska. Aww. Um, I take exception to that. Method Man actually once met the illest nigga in Nebraska and asked, was he about it, about it, fool? <laughs> you need to watch Belly. Honey Boo Boo White, the white lady angry at Rod for parking in veteran spaces. <laughs> Greek, yeah, that's going to happen to me one day. I'm going to park in one of those spaces to be funny and get killed. Greek Yoga White, 
it's not the same as rod parking in a veterans or expected mothers parking but this is some real pale people behavior white 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 as a driven snow color of standard paper plate here comes the boom the correct answer is white, white. we are tied Man, she fucking hit that woman. Yeah, she did over a parking space. That's some serious anger that right there. Point you know, right. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I think there's oh, probably gosh. more to this story because in 32 years, I've never heard the wheels of a PT Cruiser squeal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It has the engine of a neon in it, so I'm wondering if they kind of antagonize this woman a little bit more than they're letting on. Like, yeah. you're not gonna run me over in a PT Cruiser. It's I didn't even, happen, I right? didn't even know that I'm was possible. Step out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was possible, dog. You know what I'm saying? That, that, yeah. I mean, I just think there's more to this story. I need to see the I, camera footage, hear both sides. I drove yeah. a PT Cruiser, and I was so disappointed because um, we got one as a rental. Uh, for a car one time, and that was the worst fucking car I I've ever driven. I did not like that because that car was terrible. And I it feels a- like it would have power, and it has none. Oh no! Exactly. I'm thinking what happened is she probably slammed on the gas. The car didn't move. Five seconds later, and the people stood there as like a challenge to her. Like I know you're not gonna hit me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just can't see somebody running somebody over in a PT group. Me neither. Man. In a Walmart parking lot. Walmart parking lots are huge. Mm-hmm. Right. She had plenty. So- she had plenty other things she could have hit. So, so why does picture look like she in a barber chair about to get a haircut? Though? Right, it does look like she about to get a hair washing done. Like they must have arrested her as she was doing her hair. She about to get some coloring. Yeah. Um. Now I think this one has the picture. Oh, it might be in the video. Um. All right. Here's a next one. Uh. Must. Oh, matter of fact, let's go to the bonus round. Let me play my bonus round music. Now. Oh, it's not bonus round. Here we go. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points. Double the racism. So far, we're tied two for two. I think everybody's gotten both the guesses right. And uh, it's time to see if uh, Wiz and and, and Rich are going to be separated. Um, Here we go, guys. Good luck, gentlemen. Uh... Here's an argument. Uh, I mean, here's an article. An argument over hot wings led to a brawl at a led to a brawl at a birthday party. We've all been to birthday parties. We've all had hot wings. A new at five. Family quarrels aren't anything unusual. But this family fight ended with an arrest over food. WREG's Caitlin Alexander reports a mother sits in jail and her daughter was sent to juvenile court over hot wings. All families have disagreements. A lot of times they don't even remember what started them. But one South Memphis family knows exactly what started their family argument, and it turned into an all-out brawl. It's food. I mean, when it ain't no more, what can you do? It's something you can't make up. A mother jailed and a daughter sent to juvenile court over a fight about hot wings. About some hot wings. Lewis Primer is the father of the 13-year-old girl and Angel Murphy's partner of 27 years. He broke down how it happened. His family was celebrating another daughter's birthday. That's when his 13-year-old asked for more wings. Murphy said no because doctors are concerned she might have diabetes. That's when her daughter started taking swings. The police report says the girl punched Murphy in the head. Police got involved, landing Murphy with a domestic assault charge. Primer says the whole thing is silly. Murphy's a good mom. She, she 
spends her time with her children, spends the money on the children, she gets the health fix and stuff. The police report says Murphy yelled about how she's tired of caring for her kids and of dealing with the police. The report says both mother and daughter tried to get physical with the officers. The daughter didn't want police to cart her mom off to jail. Now they're both due in court, and to think it all started because. He likes hot ones. In South Memphis, Caitlin Alexander, WREG News Channel 3. Yo, that, that, that ad lib or whatever you want to call that that they do in at the end. She <laughs> likes hot wings, man. What do you say? Uh, so guess the race, Rich. Uh, hot wings, worried about diabetes. I'm going to go black. All right. And what about you, Wiz? Addition to those, the giveaway for me was Angel Murphy's partner, not husband, of 27 mm. years. I'm going to have to go with African-American. All right. Let's check the chat room. Memphis diabetes hot wings. Jesus Christ, they are black. Oh. Finger licking that sugar having two minute children having buying the hot Ooh. wings with EBT card Negroes. <laughs> Ch- chicken has broken up more black families in segregation. Oh, well, damn. Let's be honest, Joe. They brought more black families together than segregation, too. No. <laughs> Very true. Very true. You gonna eat your cornbread, black? Fighting over chicken wings while you have diabetes. The only thing blacker would be if they spilled Kool-Aid also. <laughs> Clues, churring, the likes, hot wings, my nigga, my nigga, black. Wide nose having breathing all the white man's air Negroes. Not worried about their, the sugar, black. Ooh, kill them black. This is so black. <laughs> Tyler Perry has already written a screenplay and the film Aww. will be out next week. Aww. Damn, the correct answer is black. Good job, everybody, on that one. Let me see if I can. Uh, Dusty, they tied. Yeah, let me see if I. Yeah, you want to break? Let's see if we can break the tie. We we'll do one more, can we? Have, oh, yeah. We're going let's see if early. We can break the tie. And let me. Uh, but also, let me find her picture and put it in the chat room. Yeah, picture. Yeah. So basically, she told her baby, "Look, you, you look. Um, you can't be eating this shit." The baby's like, "Fuck you, mama." Yeah, this is a woman who's very, I, my favorite, uh, actually, there were many good lines in it, but my favorite line in there is the, uh, she was tired of dealing with the police. Like, they just, and raising the children. Like, how often, yeah. how often does her family have to call the police on each other? Yeah, she looked tired. Yeah, like, she looked like, listen, them wings look so good, and I'll lose a foot, okay? It's just it, one it, foot. Yo, even that picture, it looks like she's looking at wings right now, man. Right. It's like <laughs> outside, <laughs> outside of the frame, it's just a police officer eating some wings. With, with a side of potato salad. Yeah. It just, oh, oh, man. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find another one. Uh, what about this one? Do I have a picture for his race? Let's see. Give me one second. My browser's been moving slower and slower. I loaded so much shit this morning um, to do the show. But uh, let's see here. Take your time. Illinois. This is where it's happened. Um, NBC Chicago. So this happened in Chicago. Um, a man was shot dead by the police inside. Wait, what? That must be in the wrong category. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I, just, I think this fucking with black people. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, let me move this right now while I'm thinking about yeah, it. But I said that was, was in the wrong I, category. I was ready to say black too. Yeah, that was obvious. That was yeah. <laughs> that was a giveaway. Um, Man shot black. 
<laughs> right. All right, here's one. Here's one. Um, there's a a new guy that uh, has the hot mug shot. Um, he was going around. He didn't get to be viral like Jeremy Meeks, man. But um, he was arrested and charged with felony street terrorism and misdemeanor resisting arrest and obstruction of justice. Shit, what's felony street terrorism? Um, the Stockton Police Department posted his mugshot photo, shaved head, uh, piercing blue eyes, tattoos, and it went viral. Despite his alleged gang ties, the previous nine-year stint for Grand Theft Auto and subsequent federal gun charge, he was charged. He was branded the new hotshot mug guy and hot convict uh, on the internet, even spawned regrettable hashtag Felon Crush Friday. Wait, that's the that's the old story. That's Jeremy Meeks. What about this dude? Um, this is a horribly written article. Yeah, Fuck this article. Yeah, we gonna skip Find this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was terrible. I don't want to get too sassy. Just give me the news, nigga. I'll do the sass. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm here for. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, actually, let me close my browser and bring it back up since it's moving slow. Just give me one second here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's tied up three for three. Uh, you guys will be the first duo to probably go four for four if you do get these right breaking records over here y'all you know even though y'all both be tied so i mean you know you have to figure out how you're gonna feel about that but uh we'll see um all right let's see here um all right here's one a woman is on trial for cutting her roommate's nose off Oh, Albany, Georgia. An Albany oh, woman is on trial for cutting part of her roommate's nose off during an argument. 20-year-old Rakesha Willer is on trial for aggravated battery in Doherty uh, Superior Court. Prosecutors say September 6, 2006, Willer's roommate, Melissa Britton, told her to move out because she was not paying rent. And that's when they said Willer picked up a knife and sliced part of her nose off. Ooh. Damn. She was being nosy, Karen. Willa says. She was like, since you don't smell your shit, I'm a guarantee you won't no more because I smell it. Slice. Willa says she used the knife in self-defense against Britain. Mm-hmm. Guess the race of Rakesha Willa. No check, no nose. Damn. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. Seems seems like it's obvious, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go black. I'm going to go black on this one. Rich is going black. What about you, Wiz? thought you was going to do a plot twist and try to make us guess Melissa Britton, but uh, I'm going to go black. I was on the fence with Melissa. Yeah, I don't have Melissa's race. I would. She, she, I would, she sounds I would like a victim that. in this scenario, so you know how I feel about that. <laughs> the chat room says, uh, name says black. She wanted to be bad Michael Jackson for Halloween, not off the wall era. Aww. Future star of love and hip hop black. Um, <laughs> Afro-American black. The correct answer is and so far, everyone's got it. Black. All right, oh, guys. Somebody said, fuck your nose, bitch, black. <laughs> yeah. Keep your nose out of my business. I guarantee that. Um, all right, let's do our last thing that we do here before football starts. And that is talk about sword ratchetness, a cause that is very near and dear to our hearts. Oh, yes. Um, a lot of people with swords out here killing folks and shit, and uh, we at the Blackout Tips are not appreciative of it. Mm-mm. And we think we need uh, some get some laws on the books about these goddamn swords, guys. 
that really jousting going on in the background, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this... Uh, before street harassment, there was sword harassment, guys. Yes, and people died. People could die from both. Couldn't even stop that. A 24-year-old Linwood area man was arrested last night after attacking three people with a sword, sending two to the hospital. Shit, everybody got some. He was arrested at a home on Fender Drive where the attacks are believed to have taken place, according to a news release from the sheriff's office. Just after 9 p.m., someone called 911 to report a man with the uh, was in the street near Fender Drive. Um, bleeding and yellow for help. The man, 29, was arrested, was taken to the hospital with serious wounds around to his neck and his arm. At 9.15, a woman called 911 to report that her grandson tried to cut her with a sword. Tried to cut his grandmama, dog. The woman's injuries were described as minor and did not require medical attention. The third victim walked into a Dollar Tree store around 9.30 p.m. and asked for help for a large cut on his hand. The 40-year-old man told deputies he was at a nearby home where a man cut him with a sword. The man was treated at a local hospital for a hand injury. Detectives are trying to determine the relationship between the suspect and the victims. Listen, if you know somebody with a sword, don't trust them. Okay, guys? (laughs) It's dangerous out here in these streets. You never know what the hell's going on in people's minds. These sore people have a mind of their own. Yes, they do. One second they're saying you're having a nice conversation. You're watching fucking, uh, you know, uh, Alabama play Auburn or some shit. And then the next thing you know, you got a fucking sword through your, through your spine and you're wondering, where, where did I go wrong? You know? Are you missing your nose? Right. You're going in right. the dollar store hoping they got dollar band-aids and shit. And it's, <laughs> it gets, Big band-aids. Yeah. It gets out of control really quickly. Um, but that's it for today, man. Uh, make sure you guys check out Wiz and Rich, two mm-hmm. guys, one show. It's yes. on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Yes, y'all know we don't support bullshit, so. Yeah, go listen to the show, man. Uh, it's really, uh, good, really good, like, and I know they, you say it's not really personal journal, but it kind of feels like a personal journal to me, man. Y'all talk about a lot of topics that I think, uh, podcasts don't talk about in general. Correct. Um, and, uh, you know, I definitely like the financial aspect that y'all talk about. I be, um, be learning. <clears throat> I like the, some of the, uh, stuff you talk about with social media and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, so it's, it's pretty cool, man. And, uh, it's kind of like a good, almost outside observation of some of the shit that goes on. So, uh, yeah. I really like it. I think people should check it out. Yes. Appreciate that. That and, uh, that, also I'm going to let the fans know right now, if you like them and enjoy them, Nominate them for a tippy yeah. as the new guests. Follow them on Twitter uh, at TGOS uh, Podcast is their uh, podcast Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also uh, follow them on Twitter individually at Wisdom is Misery. Someone asked, "What does that name mean?" I'm assuming ignorance is bliss, so wisdom is misery. Yeah, I mean that's the simple explanation. I started off at MySpace doing a little MySpace blog for those of you who remember that website. And I spend off and start up my own uh, website under wisdomismisery.com, which is largely defunct, <laughs> but mm-hmm. still in existence. But, yeah, that's kind of the history. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's also funny because misery loves company, so that must mean, like, bliss hates, like, having friends and shit. Like, <laughs> you know. We're real deep with that one, man, Pause. <laughs> bliss is like, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, I am Rich Jones. Uh, follow yeah. Rich, too, man. Um and, uh, you know, when they on Twitter, man, both have some pretty good, uh, stuff to add. And, uh, 
whatnot, man. Make sure you uh, put previews in your articles if you want Rich to read them, though, okay? Um, yeah, and, uh, appreciate that. <laughs> make sure you guys check <laughs> out the black, of course, our show, The Blackout Tips, and check out our sponsors, uh, which was Shadow Dog Productions. Our album is on iTunes and uh, Spotify. Just search uh, The Best of Rod and Karen. And, of course, uh, Adam and Eve, co-TBGWT. Mm-hmm. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 p.m. Um, until then. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.